Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Manipulative. Who are you? To examine it would be to, like, demystify it. And you get a ticket with a tasty group, okay? Wow. Definitely makes me cringe. Very, very, very painful. One, two, three, pick it. Pick it. Come on. God damn it. Put you one time pick it. What the f***? You're disgusting. It's showtime. It's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7. You ignorant trick bastard. WMMS. Cleveland. afternoon. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey there. Hi there. Uh, my name is Alan Cox. Thank you for showing up. Say hello to Bill Squire. Hey, everybody. There is Erica Lauren. Pageway. Party in, people. In another direction. Hello. Pound cake. Back behind the glass. Happy Monday, white people. Hello. Yeah, right. <clears throat> well, welcome. I've got a lozenge in my mouth, so. You sick? If... Well, I'm something. Yeah. Something's going on. Drinking my tea. Sucking on my zinc lozenge. Using my Zycam. Mm-hmm. How you feeling? Feel much better. How you feeling, Bill? I feel better. Mm. I had to take some allergy pills because I'm still sneezing. You know what? Yeah, I'm having an allergy thing, too, but I'm definitely over the sick thing. I've been, like, feeling like I'm going to sneeze constantly, though. That's allergies. Huh. But I feel much better than I did last week. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, listen. Out of the darkness. Hopefully that'll be ahead of me, too. That'll be good. We'll see. We shall see. I tried to stay away, not get you guys sick, but... Uh... Well, well done. Um, <laughs> if you want to join us, feel free. Uh, 216-578-1007. Or 800-348-1007. Uh, you can send me a text. That number is 35192. You can go to alancockshow.com. If you want to find us on your social media, we've got Monday Instagram hotties up there, too. Always a big hit. Which Bill Squire is kind enough to post for us. I do the dirty work. I know that you do. I know you go through, you find these ladies. How do you find these ladies? I don't assume that you follow all He's of them already. He's already following them. Uh, I don't follow all of them. Usually what I do is find one that I like, and then I will go through the girls that she follows mm. and just kind of find, by association, other hot Instagram ladies. That's how it's done. Mm-hmm. You lay out the spider web. Okay, good. Uh, better living through lurking, as it were. <laughs> exactly. 
We've got the guy who bowls a perfect game in 87 seconds. That's kind of fun if you have a minute and a half. Uh, he set a world record there. For, they just light, line up all the lanes, and this guy just hammers through each one of those lanes. And uh, It's impressive as hell. Yeah, it's pretty cool to lock in like that. And, of course, uh, I was watching over the course of the weekend. You know, we'll get reports via email as to who's watching what on the website. And people could not get enough of this kid who was trying to bench press. Oh, that's such a funny video. It's, I watched it a dozen <laughs> times myself. Well, we watched it in the... Like, I, I watched it first, and I start dying, and then I send it to you real quick, yeah. and then you start watching it, and we're just giggling like idiots It just in wasn't office. what I expected. No, because, like, the first time I watched it, I was waiting for that cringe moment where something, like, really terrible was going like to happen. Yeah. elbow breaks or yeah, something. Yeah, but that's not the case. No. Nope. Don't want to spoil the surprise. No, it's, it's worth watching, though. So uh, uh, that's all up there. And uh, I was at my son's baseball tournament over the weekend in uh, Michigan, and they had, you know, two games over the course of an afternoon. And one of the other dads sidles up next to me. I don't know this guy. I really only know over the course of 10 plus years, I've really only gotten to know a couple of the parents where I can have like a, you know, brief uh, conversation. But a guy sidles up to me that I've never met before, and he goes, so, hey, uh, I grew up in Fairview Park. Great. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, cool. And so then I'm now I have to start making small talk with him. Yeah, now you're Fairview Park associated. Well, because this means that my son told his friend that I live here and because mm-hmm. I don't know this guy. So there's already been a game of telephone that's gone on, you know. And I'm by myself. Uh because the ex is with my daughter doing something horse related. And um <clears throat> so I'm just kind of there. Uh, and the guy's like, yeah, I grew up, uh, blah, blah. I go, oh, uh, cool. Good for you. Uh, where do we go from here? <laughs> you came to me, so you tell me where we go from here. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm so-and-so's dad. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I said, great. How long have you lived out here? You know, I'm in a conversation I don't want to be in, but I'm trying to make the best of it. I don't want to be a dick. I'll try to be a nice guy. You tried to pretend you're a human with feelings. For well, a no, I, I listen. I'm, I I can carry on a conversation, but you got to give me something other than I grew I'm, up somewhere yeah. you don't care about. You know, I mean, I, I don't care. So you, you, his whole thing was, I grew up someplace you're aware of, hoping that that was going to be enough to create a friendship. It's well, I don't even know if it was. That's the thing is, I don't think he was looking for a big long conversation. But even that, you know, if if you want to kind of. Uh, if you want to lob that grenade, cool, but then we'll both go on to whatever else. And he kind of stood there. So, okay. And we're in between games, so, you know, there's nothing else going on. There's no game to pretend you're watching or distraction otherwise. Or I can't go, what? You know, I'll be right there because I'm just by myself. So then he goes, he leaves and goes over with his wife or whatever. And then later on, you know, like bottom of the fourth inning, I'm sitting there and there's a break in the play. And this guy comes sidling back and sits down there. Yeah. You know, I went to high school with Chip Kulik, who's on the magic show with yeah, uh, yeah. Nolan. Kulik, Malone, and, or no, um, Nolan and Malone. Malone. And, you're right. Chip Kulik. There's a lot of L's in Been there. Been on that show forever. And I go, Yeah. You ever run into him? Yeah, I run into him. Uh, yes. I want to I want to be witness to this conversation. <laughs> well, it was just weird because I'm like, okay, so my son has, I mean, you know, his friends know what I do for a living, but I don't know these dads. So the dad's coming at me 
already having a lot of information about me at his disposal that I don't know he has any information about. Sure. He knows what I do for a living, knows where I live. Does he listen? I didn't get any indication that he did. I mean, no. Why wouldn't you ask? Because I don't care. (laughs) Okay. I don't, I mean... It's kind of a weird question, too. Like, yeah. Oh, do you listen? Well, hey, you said he, you live in Fairview. Do you listen to my radio show? No, he said he's a, uh, the dad was aware of what Alan does for a living. Oh, you do? You're familiar with WMMS? No, no, no. He didn't. No, no. He didn't say that. That's why it was awkward. It was implied because he asked me if I knew someone else who worked in my building. He didn't say that, you know. So okay. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And I didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable. So now I'm trying to turn it into something. Oh, yeah, they're, they're doing great. Said a buddy of mine's the host down there, and he's on the show with him. Yeah, I was home a while ago, and I heard, I thought, ooh, that must be him. Yep. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I have, um, you know. And then he gets up and walks away, and I'm just sitting there watching the game again. Like, he's off, I imagine him off in the corner trying to manifest other things to come over and I talk to me about. I guarantee you that's what happened. I guarantee you, the, after the first time he came up to you, he went back to think of other things he could say, which is why he approached you the second time. But why? Why would he go back and, and think about something to say? Are people desperate for, you know, friendships? The no. PTA meetings no, or whatever? No, 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 no. You got to look, you got to take this as the bigger picture. This is a dad who has to spend his afternoon at a a handful of ball games with the wife, and he's probably wrangling his other kids. He's looking for any reason to get out of that scrum and walk somewhere else. I just happen to be the guy. He's looking for you to go, hey, man, you want to grab a beer or you want to whatever? No, I don't even think it was that because I don't live there. It's not like I I don't, you know. I don't even think it was that. I think it was as simple as this guy wanted to get out of whatever pocket of hell he was in, walk over. You know, and talk to somebody else. <laughs> and since everybody lives there, they all know each other. So it's not like he's going to go catch up with Randy, because he already knows Randy. Right. You know? Yeah, that's true. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. I'm around a couple times a month. So anyway, it was You're like the new girl in school. It, but that's the thing, like I'm not, like I know a lot of the other parents just know this guy. So he's like, "Yeah, I'm so and so's dad." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> Good, man. Yeah, cool. I, I, you know, and again, I'm I'm being uh, conversational with the guy. I'm like, yeah, cool. But uh, when we have that little to work with, it's going to end pretty abruptly. <laughs> it's going to end with, yep, I know him. <laughs> yep, right down the hall. Do you know that person? Yep. I have seen him. So then I'm imagining that next time I run into Chip, I'm going to go. I'm going to pay it forward. Hey, I ran into a guy you went to high school with, and he's going to go, I don't know that guy. Or I, I barely don't, remember that I guy. I barely remember that guy, right. And then I'm like, why am I going to lure him into that? Why am I going to make put him in the position I was in? Then Chip's going to go on his radio show, and he's going to go, you know, I don't really talk to Alan Cox, but I saw him the other day in the building, and the only thing he had to say to me was that he, he, he met a guy who thought he went to high school with me. And then it's going to go full circle. And next time I'm watching my son's baseball game, that guy's going to walk up to me and goes, so I heard Chip Cooley doesn't remember me. 
I go, what? In a perfect world, that's exactly, that's exactly how it would go. It would come full circle. Yeah. Close the loop. Yep, close You can tell system. that Chip Kulik, who thinks he's so high and mighty now he's on the radio, that he can shove it. We were best friends, and now he doesn't even know me. Yeah. We're Facebook friends. What a mm, douche. I guess. So, I don't know. It was weird. It was very weird. <laughs> All right, let me break. I'm going to have uh, passes for you for Ink in the Clink, which is going on at the Mansfield Reformatory. they got a bunch of bands playing. They're going to have tattoo artists and food trucks, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, it'll be a good time. Inkintheclink.com if you want to check it ahead of time. 35192 if you want to text. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. The comic book movie for you. It's about four people whose superpowers are convincing you that they know what they're doing. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. Another $1,000 for you to win. Our $1,000 bribe goes down at the bottom of every hour. So about 10 minutes from now. Now the keyword for you, you text it. I hope you win the money. Somebody gets the $1,000 with every one of these keywords. So, See if we can do that for you shortly. Uh, Cavaliers sweep Chris Mullen and the Indiana Pacers. No. Uh, I'm sorry? Chris Mullen. Um, <clears throat> am I, did I not get that correct? No, he's... Alex English? Uh, Who plays for the Pacers these days? Reggie Miller? Paul George? Paul George! There you go. At, and the Indiana Pacers. I knew it would come to me. Thank you, Bill. Uh, sweep him in four games... I did like the guy that tried to troll uh, Kyrie, though. A ball goes out of bounds, and a guy offers him an inflatable flamingo instead. <laughs> Kyrie swats it away. And, Give me the ball, you hill seed, hill rod. Kyrie had no, no time for that at all. He was no. just like, uh-uh, we're not doing this. Zero chill. Mm-hmm. You're in a game. Come on. So uh, the next home <sighs> game for round two is going to be Monday against either the Raptors or the Bucks. I'm glad that, they got, that they're getting this extra rest in. That's I. Le- that game last night, or y- last, I guess, afternoon. It was a barn burner. Oh, my God. My heart was going a million miles a minute. I'm like, could they just win this game and then have the rest that they need? Even though it wasn't a su- it was a sweep, it did not feel like a sweep no. at all because every single game was pretty close. Heart-wrenching. Yeah. Now, is Monday the first home game of round two or the first game of round two? First home game. Okay, so when's the first game? This weekend? No, uh, well, it's first both. Both. Because they, they're still the number two seed, and they're going to play either the three or six seed. Right, but so Monday will be the first game, first of, game the second round home. of the second round, and it's at home. Yeah. And, okay, that's what I meant. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. it is both. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so here's what's going on. You go to WMMS.com. Uh, we are still giving away tickets for uh, that game. Uh, a pair of tickets for the next Cavs home playoff game. So this is Monday, May 1st. It's a week from today. Uh, Cavs want to repeat, and we want you to be there. So it's your chance to defend the land. You can get the info at Cavs.com. Uh, it's all presented by Discount Drug Mart, but you go to WMMS.com and register to win those tickets for next Monday, round two. It'll be Cavs Raptors or Cavs Bucks. Against Matthew Delavadova De and yeah. the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, that's a current player. Yep. Mm-hmm. He did. <laughs> Good one. Who else plays for the Milwaukee Bucks? Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, that's his team? Yeah. Oh, okay. He, How do you pronounce that, pound cake? Antetokounmpo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. It's close enough. I don't even know how to say it. Antetokounmpo. 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 Say it again. Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Mm. You're going to make me screw it up. Antetokounmpo. Because yeah, it, it sounds part Greek, 
His first name sounds Greek, and his last name sounds Swahili. So. I believe he was a refugee, so he ended up in Greece Okay, as a refugee. That makes sense. Then. Listen, nobody said it better than the immortal Tom Petty. You don't have to live like a refugee, uh, even if you are one. So there you go. Uh, Tribe um, took two or three from the White Sox. Six to two was the loss yesterday. Uh, tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday are early games. So we will get out of here at 6 uh, those nights because first pitch against the Astros here at home is going to be at 6-10. Uh, so that is tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, the show here will be 3-6. to six. And then we kind of blow through. When they're real early games, we blow through the pregame. So we'll get off just in time for first pitch tomorrow. I was reading a thing about this dentist in Anchorage, Alaska, who is on trial um, for molesting patients or something. Anchorage, uh, I don't know if you've ever been. I've never been to Anchorage, but yeah. I've had friends that have lived there, done radio there. Were there some tucked, untucked situations? Yeah, I don't know if that's what it was, but I, I was reading this, and I love, even if these cases don't sound all that exciting, I love the nitty-gritty. I love when they describe the charges against these people. That was the only thing that caught my eye. He's facing a slew of allegations that he unnecessarily sedated patients in order to make more money in Medicaid payments. So that's not all that exciting. Mm -hmm. But the charge is unlawful dental acts. (laughs) 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 You know, you can do a lot of things, but uh, let's stay within the boundaries of the dental law, okay? (laughs) You don't want to get on the wrong side of the dental law. He billed $2 million in intravenous sedation without proper justification. He diverted funds from his employer, and he performed a tooth extraction while standing on a hoverboard. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So not only is that incredibly dangerous... But all, like for the fact that he could slip and, and jab mm-hmm. him in the mouth or something. Mm-hmm. But he could just set the entire office on fire, and there's probably flammable gases in there. That's right. I love this dentist. <laughs> yeah, the, the patient was sedated. He was on a hoverboard. He filmed it and texted it to his friends. That's all. <laughs> this is like the dentist from Little Shop of Horrors. Right. Feed me, Seymour. Well, um, Maxwell Silver Hammer. Wasn't that the C. Martin was it? Yeah, Steve movie? Martin played the, played the dentist. Yeah. yeah. Bang, bang, Maxwell Silver Hammer. <laughs> yeah. He owns a dental clinic in Brazil. And they're like, that's a little weird, too, because that's probably a tax shelter. Mm. I feel like that's the kind of treatment I expect in Brazil, like in a Bra- Brazil's dentist's office. I figure they're probably going to overcharge me for something, and my dentist might be sedating me for no reason. Yeah. He had the Ramones on a constant loop. Just <laughs> as subliminal advertising. <laughs> Unlawful dental acts. Like That's that. great. Uh, Alaska, by the way, the land where Blockbuster survived. Blockbuster Video still has several outlets in Alaska. Why? Because people are still going to them. They and don't have the internet? They're they still don't. in business. Um. They talked to a couple managers of successful blockbuster video outlets in Alaska. Because in Alaska, if they have the internet, it doesn't have the speed that we have here Mm. because it's so rural. Like my brother lives in northern Michigan, and even up there, his internet's still pretty spotty. So they have to do like a lot of Redbox and stuff like that if they want to see movies because trying to stream anything on Netflix takes, you know, a day and a half. Right. What? Media market is Anchorage. 
I mean, it's the biggest city in Alaska. I don't know. It's like the only city in Alaska. (laughs) Yeah, one of my program directors in Chicago, his first gig was was programming a station in Anchorage. So I don't know what the market is. It's probably like 175 or something. I don't know. We have a iHeartMedia station there. Oh, I have no idea. He worked for a station called K-Whale, which I think is still there. Um, The best whale sounds of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. (laughs) That's right. Uh, What is the Anchorage Nielsen mark? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, I don't know what it is. 148. Damn. Think, yeah. 148. I had... More people listening to me in my college station than Anchorage. How do you know that? Because we get ratings, and we have we have like a. Um, you don't know what their ratings are. There's 155,000 people in Anchorage. But I'm talking about the market. I still Akron and Cleveland. They had like the same kind of media market. When it said, when you look at the Cleveland market, you're it's so a, cute. It says Akron and Cleveland on it. I know, but that doesn't mean you're getting Cleveland numbers in college. No, I'm not saying that, but I can reach more people. Is what I'm saying. You can't. That's true. You can technically reach more people. Not saying that I'm that all those people are listening to me. But well, I'm not I, saying they weren't. DJ Cobra was known far and wide for inventing uh, Throwback Thursday. Um, mm-hmm. I think he also invented something called uh, Hot Ticket Tuesday. Um, and uh, killing the game. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, hey, listen. You know what? <clears throat> you always got to find a niche for yourself. And as this company, uh, you know, the headlines uh, announced today, probably going bankrupt, you might be able to get a tape out to somewhere in Anchorage. You know, they've, you'll... they've got an iHeart station out there. Is it K Whale? It's K Got. 101.3 K Got, Alaska's number one hit music station. There you go. K Got a lot of debt. <laughs> you could. They, they get it popping out there. You could be DJ Cobra in Anchorage. You'd be like the black guy in Anchorage. Everybody would know who you were, not only from your radio show, but if they didn't know that, they'd know you as the black guy. Yeah, but if you're... Hey, it's it's DJ Cobra. Who's he? He's the black guy. If you're only famous in Alaska, are you really famous? What are you worried about being famous for? I'm just saying... Why don't you get good first, and then you'll get famous? I'm talking about, like, if you're, like, the guy in Anchorage... Are you the guy everywhere else? No, I mean you're the black guy in Anchorage. <laughs> the gay black guy so, in Anchorage. Right. So. Well, probably there's probably more gay people, but you would be the... But the gay and black oh, thing I see, together. Oh, I see what you yeah, mean. So, right. I mean, you want to be more burly, you want to be more manly, or you want to find a guy like that. If there's a place to go to try and find a guy that is on the DL but acts real tough and real uh, masculine and butch, yep. Anchorage. They, they, their internet is so bad there they don't even get grinder. <laughs> it's a site called Lumberjack Off. <clears throat> yeah. I have a feeling I would hate it there. Just and it's, a, it's a literal oh. site, too. You have to go there, and you just wait until another guy looks at you and taps his toes. And... Yep. Would you like to saw my log? There's a lot of uh, internal... Uh... Do you really, Poundcake, think you'd hate it in Anchorage? Yes, I think I would. Right. That, I, was being, I was being facetious. I think probably we'd all hate it in Anchorage. Actually, here's the thing, though. I will say this about Alaska. Is I was watching one of those gangland shows... Mm-hmm. And they say that in Anchorage and Juneau, there's no gang violence because the various gangs 
have so much business because everybody in Alaska is bored out of their skull and they stay inside and they just do drugs that and we might be legal there. I don't know. But like they were talking to these like gang members are like, we just don't have problems here because there's plenty of business for all of us. Nuts. (laughs) So if you like drugs, but you hate gang violence. Plus, you know, you get a you get a check from the government. We've had people we have bureau chiefs in Alaska. Yeah. They'll check in from time to time. They're like, yeah, yeah, the government pays you to live here. You know, you get a couple of checks every year because it's oil money or something. And I don't know. The only thing I know about Alaska is they had that Sledneks, the MTV show. Yeah. And it was like the real world in Alaska. Except these people are just trying to figure out like what recreational vehicles they can launch over the next snow mound. Like that's they're just. That's all they do all day is they just try to figure out what they can break or what they can uh, launch. They're just doing outdoor activities all the time. There used to be and drugs. There used to be more than nine thousand blockbusters across the country. Mm-hmm. That block managing blockbuster video was my last like square gig, mm-hmm. right? Now there are twelve blockbusters in the entire United States. Nine of them are in Alaska. <laughs> one guy. Owns, one guy owns nine of them. So outside of Alaska, there are. I would like to talk to people who own the three yeah. remaining contiguous United States blockbusters. This guy goes, I'm constantly handing out business cards because people literally do not believe that I'm from Blockbuster. <laughs> uh, my sister's friend works at a family video in a rural town in Illinois, which is not far from Eastern okay. University. Yep. And uh, she's the man, like the store manager, and makes like a ton of money. My youngest brother, because they're still opening those. Yes. They're, not only are they like keeping them open, they're opening new locations mm-hmm. because they're kind of the last one standing. My bro- youngest brother used to be one of their regional guys, and he would go around and open new locations. And he did <laughs> great. Ribbon cutting, something that should have been out of business 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> they're just pulling old VHS tape and cutting that as the ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. So Blockbuster Video doing just fine uh, out there in Anchorage. And uh, if you go to alancockshow.com, by the way, I posted this for your listening pleasure. Uh, that We posted the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer a couple of weeks back. Volume 2 is coming out. And by all accounts, it is just as good, if not better, than the first one. Movie Squad, got our tickets. I Yeah. yeah I, are you guys are all going? We're going to go. Yeah, We're see, going. my wife hated that. So she's like, you're on your own for this one. So I guess I'll have to find a squad to go. You can join squad. It's going to be a late night one, though. We're mm-hmm. going at like 1030. What night? Uh, the night it comes out that like Thursday, the 4th, I think mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. But you guys already got your tickets. I have. I doubt it's yeah, sold I'm out. Sure oh, I bet it's sold one. out. I bet we can get you another one. I may just have to go. And solo. it might. Uh, James might end up having a shoot. So we might be looking for a fourth. Mm. Anyway, pound cake can't go because he's got work. Let, I, I will so g- right now, it's just me and you. Uh, no, because James doesn't know yet. So, oh. but please, my girlfriend's coming too. So, okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to get I'm not taking you on a date, Eric. <laughs> an accidental date. <laughs> yeah, he cut the hole in the bottom of the popcorn and everything. We show up; it's just the two of us. We're like, I still well, want to see this it. This is awkward. Um, I, I want to play this real quick. Let me get back to. I'm all over the place here. I'm trying to focus, but. Um, let me give this keyword here for this hour and try to win you some money. Good luck. Your shot at $1,000. Now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll receive a confirmation text. Standard message and data rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. Good luck from WMMS. Okay. I'll have another keyword for you around 430. So we posted the trailer a couple of weeks ago. Today, 
posted the uh, song. David Hasselhoff has cut a song for the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 soundtrack with a band called The Sneepers. I assume maybe this is something they put together just for the film. I don't know. The Sneepers featuring David Hasselhoff. Song's called Guardians Inferno. It's kind of like a cheesy disco type thing. Yeah, it's like their theme song for the movie, like the it uh, is. the overture. Like it, that's what it sounded like to me as I was listening to it, but discoed up a little bit, like you said. Getting down and dirty with a procyon loader. Got no people skills, but he's good with motors. That weird thing by his side, an infantilized sequoia. The two of them people say, oh boy. Oh, so he's singing about the characters. Yeah. An infantilized sequoia. That's funny. It's very funny. <clears throat> I like that a lot. why I'm bringing a baby into battle that's really irresponsible and getting them rattled. I said, give me a break. Get off of my back, damn it. I didn't learn parenting. My daddy was a planet. Well, anyway. Uh, the whole song there is for you at alancockshow.com. <laughs> hey, gotta love the Hoff. Don't hassle the Hoff. By the way, I also posted some classic Hoff there for you, too, uh, on that page. He did a song called uh, Freedom. I think that's what they love about him in Germany. I think that was like a Berlin Wall song or something. So uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is going to be coming out soon. I'm sure it'll be a monster, monster hit. Oh, yeah. I went to see The Fate of the Furious this weekend with my kids. Was it good? Because they were like, let's go to the movies. And I'm, I'm going through Fandango. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's out. And they were both, because I figured my daughter wouldn't care, but they were both like, yeah, yeah, let's go. And I go, okay, cool. You know. Listen, I've seen, I haven't seen all those movies, but I've seen a few of them, and they are a lot of fun. But even by Fast and the Furious standards, this movie is ridiculous. It's, it's too long. It's like two hours and 20 minutes long. Making a ton of money. Oh, yeah. It's, I think it's almost at a billion dollars worldwide. So it was the number one movie again. What is it? What? Because it's cars and crap blowing up and The Rock and Vin Diesel. And, and hot chicks. Charlie's Theron in this one. Is and... that all it requires? Is yeah, like... dudes love cars and hot chicks. That's it. But it's not stuff that blows up. Not even just the, the worldwide people love those movies because you don't have to have a lot of dialogue. So the, if it's translated into a different language or there's subtitles, they don't care. It's just action and sex. My thought is because there isn't that much dialogue. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Maybe make what limited dialogue there is real good. Mm. It's real bad. No, yeah, even for a movie like this, it's an option to still make it a good movie. Well, it's don't get me wrong. I did like it. It's a lot of fun, and I, that's all you're in it for anyway. But I, I don't think you can make the eighth episode or eighth uh, version of a movie a good one. Okay, but they could have made like the third a good movie. Well, I'm not looking for Hamlet. I mean, they've got a formula that clearly works, so they're like, why am I going to hire some multi-million dollar scribe to write dialogue? But even for in the context of a movie like this, dialogue, I look at my daughter and I go, this is unbelievable. You know, like, you can't believe they can keep a straight face doing it. And no, you know, all the stories about Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson hating each other. Because The Rock shows up, I think, in like the fifth one or something, and now he's in all the other ones. 
But you you figure out why they hate each other because Vin Diesel for a while he was like the beefcake in these movies. The dude. The Rock looks like he's going to explode. He's so big. Like Vin Diesel looks like me standing next to the Rock. <laughs> So, so they don't like each other in real life? I guess they had some huge beef, and it probably had to do with the fact that they put The Rock in these movies, and Vin Diesel, because Vin Diesel's only in these movies now because he's a producer, and who cares? He makes a ton of money and on this these. is what he's doing. This is his payout. This yeah, is he it. didn't care. He's not going to, like, you're not going to see him in, like, a romantic drama next year. Like, this is what he does. Well, the first couple of movies of these came out, he was still trying to do other stuff, and I think he was like, why? What am I trying to fake the funk for? Mm-hmm. Let's just do these car movies. And you got Ludacris and Tyrese. Is Tyrese a singer originally, or just yes. a model? Okay. Model and singer. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you got Charlize Theron in this one, and you have uh, you, they're starting to get like you know how these franchise pictures get like A listers for cameos. Like Helen Mirren is in this movie. You know, like Anthony Hopkins is in the new Transformers. Right. They just get to these people. They're like, we'll pay you two million dollars for an afternoon of work. They're like, cool. You know what? You know. <laughs> I believe the reason The Rock doesn't like uh, Vin Diesel is because he was unprofessional, like showing up late and just kind of making. The whole thing about him and not really respecting everybody else's time and, and uh, mm. hard work that they're oh, putting I into see. it. So The Rock is a, a very professional guy, and he's a very considerate guy. And if someone doesn't have that same uh, attitude, then he's not a fan. He doesn't put up with any of that crap. No, he doesn't. The Rock he's is the rock. super if disciplined. Yeah. He can. He can. He's the one guy that can go to a guy like Vin Diesel and be like, Step it up, bro. You're you're pissing everyone off. So they're already going to spin off The Rock's character from these movies. Vin Diesel said that there's going to be spinoffs of something else. The ninth and tenth Fast and Furious films will be out in 2019 and 2021. So they're already planned. It's just happening. Oh, yeah, because they just print money with these things. So my only complaint is that it was like, it's too long, man. You don't need two hours and 20 minutes to do this. You know, and you're just like, because it's not filled out with dialogue, just more crap blowing up, you know? And after a while, you're like, okay. It's not my kind of It's fun. It's fun. Wasn't bad. Because I scoffed at these two, and then I went to see a couple. I go, all right. I got it. Yeah, just a fun, dumb, turn your brain off type of movie. There's just been so many now that I can't go, oh, huge fan of the fourth you know, like, I don't know what the fourth one was about. I mean, I assume cars, Well, there was but I don't know what There happened. was one called Tokyo Drift that was where the, they didn't have any of the cast in there or something. Vin Diesel showed up at the very end. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think they tried to do something different. One. But then they used that to tie in with the other ones because one of the guys from that was tied in by, like, going back, like, changing the timeline. They put the yeah. Asian guy from that into it. It's like, like it, its it own universe weird. where yeah. they have, oh, pa- this movie has, like, past characters coming back. And, yeah. yeah. It's weird. What's the Paul Walker dead one? What's that? That was the last one. That was the se- seventh one. But yeah. what was that called? Uh, Fast seven, Eight or something, or Fast no, Seven, or I don't know. Furious Seven, I think it the was. The Fart and the Furious. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, it's just like, they should do a cro- why even come up with a name? They should take Charlize Theron and do a Mad Max crossover and do The Fate of the Furiosa. Oh, yeah. And they're in the desert. It's all cars already. <laughs> I'm all for that. Yeah. All right, I got a break. I'll have Rancid tickets for you later on. They're coming through for a really cool show with uh, who else is playing that show. Oh, Dropkick Murphys is on that. 35192 here if you want to text or uh, find us again at alancockshow.com. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. An iHeartRadio station. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, it's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. An iHeartRadio station. The 
216-578-1007 or 800-348-1007. 35192 is the number to text. This is my new favorite band, by the way. I know they've been around for a while, but I just discovered them. They're called He Is Legend. Do you know these guys? Oh, yeah. They're from North Carolina. Holy crap, are they good. (laughs) My ex-boyfriend's band used to tour with them. Oh, my God, are they good. (laughs) I don't know how I found them. I started listening to something. On my way to see my kids over the weekend, and I was—I listened to like all their stuff. Yeah, they're solid. They're really good. They're kind of like, around a while too. That's what I mean. I'm just—I'm coming late to this party. I'm like, I can't believe these guys aren't a bigger deal. Yeah, they're really good. They—they kind of hit like a peak. They were—I forget who they were signed to. They had a good label. They had a good label backing for a while, and they were doing some bigger tours. But I don't know. Well, they were doing. They were in some situation where like they weren't sure if they were going to keep going because their label screwed them, and they were making no money, and they were going to break up, and then they came back. And it's like you know, if you wait too long, if you're you too, you can wait eight years between albums. But if, anyway, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm I'm sure there there are people you know yelling at me because uh, I'm coming late to that party. But I was like finding bands. Even if they've been around for a little while, I'm like, oh, I really like these guys. Because it doesn't happen very often. Where I'm like, these guys are really good. Because everybody kind of sounds like everybody else. I like those guys a lot. From North Carolina. It's fun to pull up old albums, too, that you used to really like. Or, like, today, Poundcake and I were just listening to a friend of mine's band. They were called 1997. They were in Chicago. And I would just pull out a song, and I'm like, I forgot how much I love this band. Now I'm going to probably go home and listen to the album again. All I haven't right. heard it in like 10 years. I got into it on my way back from Michigan yesterday. I got into a J- 80s Japanese metal loop on my iPod. Ooh, so I'm listening to Loudness and EZO and other bands you guys have never heard of. <laughs> yeah. Where they're all, you can tell they're just working so hard to sing those lyrics in English. Uh, singing them phonetically. Uh, Tribe Game is uh, tomorrow. Uh, early ones, by the way. Uh, the series uh, coming up with the Astros. These are 6-10 first pitches. So we will end the show at 6 tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, they're coming off 2-3. Uh, they won with uh, the White Sox in Chicago. If you don't have any gear yet, you can get your navy and red uh, baseball clothing at CLE Clothing. They're downtown on East 4th. That's the flagship. They're over in Crocker Park. They're over in University Circle if you're an East Sider, and you can shop online if you go to CLEclothingco.com. Whatever you get, though, through the month of April, use the promo code BALLS. Uh, last week for that, because I'll have a new promo code for you in May, but that'll get you 20% off. So whether you order in the store or you order online, uh, use BALLS, and you get um, 20% off. Hey, Mark. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Uh, I hate the show. Thank you, sir. Uh, I was wanting to comment. Uh, you said about the feud with... Vin Diesel and The Rock? Yes, that's what I had heard. Yeah, it turns out it was uh, all BS because they were supposed to end up fighting at WrestleMania to promote the movie. Oh. Yeah. And it didn't happen or what? I guess Vin Diesel was like, nah, I don't want to do that. So then they just forgot about it. See, that would be weird if you if you created some fake situation, but then... The culmination of it didn't happen. So then the PR becomes, well, they worked out their differences, <laughs> and now they're fine. You know, I would have put put it past WWE to do that. So, but I had also heard the story too that Vin Diesel was, uh, you know, when you're six movies in, you're kind of coming in when you want to, and you yeah. Know. But uh, again, that could be part of the whole build up too, because I, I would totally believe that they would do that. But I'm glad that they were able to work out their differences <laughs> using their words and not violence. That's right. I certainly hate to see those two come to blows, Mark. Yes, absolutely. Right. All right. Thank All right. you, sir. Thank you, guys. All right. Yeah, on the subject of, you know, fast, uh, this uh, uh, Furious 8, what, Fate of the Furious is what it's called. 
Um, and they have different directors for a lot of these, too. And this guy, F. Gary Gray, directed this one. This guy's a legit director. I think he did the, this. One of my favorite movies is called... What the hell's it called now? I'm so foggy today, I can't even... Uh, when... Um, the Negotiator, Kevin Spacey oh, and yeah, Sam yeah, Jackson. Yeah. Downtown Chicago, he takes a hostage room. I think F. Gary Gray directed that. So the guy's got some good movies under his belt. So I think once you get eight movies into one of these massive franchises, everybody lines up to direct one. Yeah, because they want to mm-hmm. get that paycheck. And it's also who's available. Because you get one under your belt, and then you get to move on. Because the guy that did a couple of them took over the Star Trek fr- franchise. Justin Lin, yeah. I think, did a couple. Yeah. So it's it's a nice stepping stone to... Go and get some other big moves. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Movies. Plus. Big, big paychecks. When it's a movie of that magnitude, I, my thought is always, I wouldn't know the first, even if I were like a a director with a lot of experience. I go, I don't know how to do an action movie of that magnitude. But you figure every facet of those movies has somebody looking over it. So you would just kind of call action and cut. Mm-hmm. And they'd go, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to set this up. And you'd, you'd kind of determine how it looked. But... You really just want to make sure you're getting a great performance out of your actors. Of Charlize Theron. Yeah. yeah. Be like, Vin Vince, Diesel. this is the eighth time you've almost died in this movie. That's right. And... Uh, I just called you Vince. I know that's wrong. It's Vin. Uh, <laughs> Vince Diesel. <laughs> Vince Diesel. Just go ahead and, uh, you know, remember, it's all about family and cars. So yeah. uh, use that. Family and cars. Motivation. That's and, right. And um, make it happen. Ludacris, just happy to be there. Um, but I was looking, you know, they made another, the movie's been out for about a month or so, and it made another $40 million. Just, it's only the second week. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, I thought it had been out for a while. No, it came out like... Oh, because it made half half a billion like in the first weekend. Yeah, the first weekend. Right. It didn't do as huge numbers in the U.S., but globally, it is the fastest to that number. Like, it's it's like up there with Star Wars. I think it even passed Star Wars. So then I start looking at the movies that it hammered. I think a lot of people are surprised at how successful Boss Baby is. The Alec Baldwin animation Yeah, I film. keep seeing that on billboards and whatever, and I'm like, I don't get it. It's doing really well. Again. Well, when there's only one kid's movie out, you got to go. That's when you go to. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. But there are two movies that came out that got absolutely hammered, and, and no surprise. One of them is called Unforgettable, where Katherine Heigl is like a psycho ex-girlfriend or something. Uh, that made uh, $4 million. And then a movie that uh, Christian Bale and Oscar Isaac are in, and they did a lot of press for it, but the subject matter was so arcane. It was like, this thing is going to flop. It's called The Promise. See the promos for The Promise? It's about the Armenian genocide. Oh, yes. Okay. I know the Kardashians were on the red carpet for the premiere. Yeah, because they're the most famous Armenian. Like, one of my exes yeah. is Armenian, and she would not shut up about the... I'm like, I, okay, everybody talks about the Holocaust, but oh, I, I get it. I, there's billboards on 77 North. Yeah, I saw that. Armenian genocide. Like, I understand if you're Armenian. I, I do understand. But anyway, this movie, The Promise, comes out. I'm like, okay, well, they get these people to work, you know, for scale. They shoot a movie. This thing cost $100 million to make, and I think it made, like, $12 million, maybe. Who the hell spends a hundred mil on a movie about the Armenian genocide? When you're like, guys, limited audience at best for this. Part and parcel of a genocide is there aren't many of them left. 
So maybe won't be big long lines at the multiplex. Yeah, but you're hoping for like a Schindler's List type situation where ain't gonna get the entire it. world goes to see it because yeah. they feel like, well, I got to see it because it was a genocide. <laughs> well, so like, like I feel bad <laughs> if I don't go see it because, you know, they suffered. Genocidal guilt. Mm-hmm. So then I go through and I, I, I love the list of the biggest bombs of all time. Ooh. Because for a long time, in the, through the 80s and early 90s, the one that they would always use as an example of a giant flop. In the 70s, it was Heaven's Gate. In the 80s and 90s, it was Cutthroat Island, which you've probably never seen. But it was a pirate movie with Gina Davis and Matthew Modine. I remember that. And it was god-awful. And it lost a ton of money. Well, that is number 13 on the biggest bombs of all time. So tons of movies have lost tons of money. Is Geely on there? It is not on here. No, because that didn't cost a didn't lot to cost make. A it lot. was just a oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, like, glitter, Geely. No, no, no. It's about like, how much flops. money they spent yeah. versus, versus how, how much it made. Yeah. you got to think, like, big action movies. Like, That's right. Uh, Waterworld was one that didn't do what it was supposed to do. Right. Waterworld's not even on this list. That's how many awful movies have been. Number one is Mars Needs Moms. They don't know how... We were talking about this last week. How do some kids' movies do well and other ones don't? This one lost $130 million. Jeez. So like the Disney's, Johnny Depp Lone Ranger. That was like the biggest like loss that Disney ever had, right? That's the, the kind of loss Mom. that if it were any other studio, they would have folded. Disney can, it sucks, but they can make that money up in a couple of weeks, just, you know, Disneyland admissions. Yeah, they're just like, ah, oh, put Aladdin back out on Blu-ray and say it's a special edition. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, By the way, I, had, I, I mean, I knew that it was expensive to go to Disneyland. So over the weekend, I'm, I'm just rapping with the ex about, you know, she took them to L.A. for spring break. And they went to Disneyland and all that. What I didn't realize is Disneyland charges you more if you're from out of state. Yeah. Which has got to be 85% of their business. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's like the difference between like a $90 ticket and like a $190 ticket. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like going to college out of state. <laughs> You'll see a lot of people that like live in LA that go to Disneyland all the time because like you can get, if you're local, it's you like can our Cedar get Point. in. Yeah. For, yeah. It's like going to Cedar Point or whatever. Or they'll buy a season pass or well, whatever. Well, it's still exp- I When I lived there, I never once went to Disneyland. And well, then, you're not a Disney person. Well, right. But for the people that live in L.A. that like to do that kind of stuff, you, I think they have something that amounts to a season pass, and it's super cheap. So people are just... I have friends that go there all the time, and they super live in L.A. Super cheap in comparison to buying... like it's To like anything else trips. in L.A. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. It's like two trips or three trips. Is pay- It's paid for. So, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, which is, you know, it's a good deal. Hey, Cody. Hey, Alan, what's up? What's going on? Nothing. Uh, just driving home from work. I wanted to comment on the whole Fast 8 thing. Um, knowing Jason Statham's background and what he has to do for movies, he actually is trained in what he does. Um, and knowing how The Rock, you know, WWE, whatever, and how big of a dude he is, if they squared off in real life, who do you think would win? Oh, I've no, I, 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 I mean, I would think sheer size might win out. I don't know. I, I mean, if you look up Jason Statham, though, with his background, um, you know, he actually is trained in martial arts. I think he'd whoop The Rock's ass, unless The Rock got a hit on him. See, The Rock is still incredibly athletic for you just how step big on he him. is. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just, I, you know, when it comes to David versus Goliath kind of thing, I feel like if... Uh, Jason took a hit, he'd be done. You know, pretty much anyone would be. Well, listen, there's a, they square them off in the movie, and they don't get into a full-on fight, but they square off like they're going to before another thing happens in the movie. So 
they must have thought that people wouldn't laugh at that matchup. They're like, okay, you don't have to suspend disbelief between these two. But I was expecting like he'd try to do some parkour on the rock shoulders or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's all I wanted. Okay, thank you, Cody. I do like that there's a guy out there that's contemplating these things. I was going to say, I hate having no answer for him. <laughs> I really didn't think that far into it, but I hope he, he can sleep tonight. If I had a blunt in 25 extra minutes to just talk to him, then yeah, I could definitely go down the rabbit hole with that. But I don't... Uh, have that either of those right now the transporter and the scorpion king bro <laughs> who do you think would uh well listen you were in indiana over the weekend i was you know what else was in indiana what aaron moran's corpse oh uh joni from happy days and joni loves chachi oh uh, is dead she has had a real hard time everybody else on happy days ended up doing something uh robin williams got mork and mindy Ronnie Howard, he's a director, obviously. Henry Winkler, we've had him on a couple. Love Henry Winkler. Even Scott Baio uh, got to speak at some um, right-wing Hillrod party they had down here in Cleveland last year. He also was in charge for a while. That's true. He was in charge. Uh, and But you know what? Erin Moran, it just never happened for her. And she spent a lot of years addicted to one thing or another. And they said that she died from cancer. In her trailer in southern Indiana, she had been uh, in and out of rehabs, I guess, and she'd been homeless for a little while, and she was in a real bad way. And uh, they say that they didn't find any narcotics at her house, but she was only 56. She had stage four cancer, but they don't say what kind. We did go past some trailer parks. Oh, you got to work to not go past trailer parks in Indiana. Yeah. Or large swaths of the Midwest, for that matter. How was Nana's 100th birthday party? Oh, it was... I saw a photo. Yeah, it was a long day because we you know, we drove, then we visited all kinds of people like right as we got in. Um, you had a, if you don't mind my saying, you were real juggy in these photos, by the way, so I wonder if Nana took offense to that. She you did were showing, not. You were showing a lot of cleave in these family photos. She did not. I really didn't think my outfit through. I was wearing a denim jumpsuit that was like a tank top. Always a great choice. It was really easy. It was just like, a, like just throw it on and go. Uh-huh. It was also early in the morning when we Boop. left. So I didn't, I just didn't think it through. I didn't think it through at all. I wasn't like, wow, don't my boobs look great in this? I didn't even look at my, I don't even think I even looked in the mirror when we left. I think I just threw it on. It was a new thing. It was a new piece of clothing that I'd just gotten. So you're just excited to wear it? Yeah, I was just like, oh, new denim jumpsuit. I'm just going to throw this on. I wore a jacket over it. But it was really warm in her nursing home apartment. Well, yeah, and you're wearing a denim jumpsuit. But she didn't think she didn't think anything of it. She well, was she more, probably couldn't see. She probably didn't know where she was. That's true. She right. she couldn't see that well, but she could see that uh, my husband was wearing ripped jeans, and she kept poking fun at those constantly. Hundred years old, sharp as a tack. We were able to sit there and have like a two hour conversation with her. So she was making fun of his ripped jeans. She probably just thought you had a ripped shirt. Maybe ripped way down the front. She goes to him. She goes, you know, you wear those pants to work. <laughs> and then somebody knocked on the door to wish her happy birthday. She goes, here's my great grandson, Ian. Do you like his pants? <laughs> the guy's like, uh, oh, it was his great grandmother. His great grandmother. She's hundred years oh, old. Oh, I thought it was his grandmother. Uh, no, his dad's his... grandmother. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Great grandmother. Kind of crazy. She got this thing in the mail. It was a certificate of being alive for a hundred years. Like a senator, like wrote her a letter and signed it and whatever, and was like, congratulations on being a hundred. It's an accomplishment. And she's like, did Willard Scott get her on a jar of Smuckers? <laughs> no. 
know. But she had like a plaque and like the whole thing. But um, the interesting thing was when we got there, I don't know if you guys saw him, but um, Ian's grandfather, I think I've mentioned before, he's Hungarian, like straight off the boat Hungarian, still has an accent, and he has a speech impediment. So try understanding this guy when he talks. Okay. Um, he was wearing sweatpants at my wedding. He wore sweatpants. Right, I remember That was this. like the thing. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. who's the guy that wore the sweatpants? Right. That would be Ian's grandfather. Right. So, I knew we could wear sweatpants. I would have worn sweatpants. Well, yeah. He really can't, but he marches to the beat of his own he drum. Does whatever he I, wants to. I also march to my own drum beat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we drive. That's how we know he's a well Hungarian because he was wearing those sweatpants. <laughs> oh God. We drive like the full five and a half hours, whatever it is. We were ended, we ended up in Speedway, Indiana. I thought we were going to be in um, or towards Indianapolis. I thought we were going to be in Bloomington, but no. Okay. So we get to we go straight to his grandparents' house. And I open the door, and his grandfather has a skipper hat on, like he's the captain of a ship, like what I wear on our on our Corona cruise. Yes. Yep. But it's you know just a Saturday afternoon, sitting in his house, and he's that's just what and white slacks. You said he marches to the beat of his own drum. He's sure the captain does. of his own ship. Yeah. So we're just chit chatting, and I'm just trying to pretend like I understand what he's saying for a while, and then. I was thinking about going to their local TJ Maxx store to look for like the pottery I collect since I was going to be out of town, and they had one right by them. So I said, oh, we should stop there, Ian. And he goes, no, I take you. I'm like, oh, well, who wants to come? No, just me and you. Ooh. I'm like, this is going to go great. So, and then I can see it's Because you, you can't bow out of that. No. It would be offensive. Can't if say you, no. Right, that's right. And I see Ian's dad. That's his father. He knows how crazy his dad is. He gives me a look like, good luck to ya. Right. But won't rescue me. So I gotta get, and mind you, he's got, he's old and he shouldn't be driving and he's driving me somewhere. So we get in the car, he blows through every stoplight. And nobody put a stop to this. No. Horrible people. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, they left me out to they, they don't, dry. But they don't want any harm to befall either of you, I would think. You know, they well, don't want you guys wrapped around a telephone pole. They didn't care enough. You don't want your corpse found in a denim jumpsuit. <laughs> no. No. My no, boobs look good, though. They were looking at uh, the art that Erica likes to collect, and they're like, you know what? They need to be brave. Yeah, be brave. Whatever. Yeah. So. He gets, we get about halfway to this place. It's only half a mile away. So I'm like, okay, what kind of shenanigans can we really get into? And he goes, I'm going to stop the car and I take you to bar for a drink over oh, there. I'm like, man, he's trying to get you lit. Hey, Gramps, that ain't happening. Uh, can we please just go to TJ Maxx? He wanted to show you off to his buddies. Yeah, apparently. Well, he not only has buddies, but no, I think he's he just got wanted... bar buddies. I'm sure he does. There's a bar. There's a, there's a towny bar called TJ Maxx. M A C apostrophe S. He thought that's what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. So we get... order the hairy buffalo. It's delicious. I'm like, nah. Pass on the drink. We just need to get back after TJ Maxx. He's like, okay. So he invents his own parking space at TJ Maxx because he's old and he doesn't know what a parking space is anymore, apparently. And so we just walk in and I go and I find I like zoom in. I find what I need. And I'm right. I'm like, let's get out of here. Let's get back to the house. And he's like, let me buy your these these for you. And I'm like, all right. It makes ten dollars. Like I can buy it. And he's like, No, no, I'll buy it. I buy it. Oh, you should have secretly filmed some of this. I was trying to record him in my pocket because his voice is just it has to be heard to be believed. It's terrible. Um I'm surprised he didn't start like picking clothes out for you to you go try this on, try, try this, this on. on. We oh, walked 
<laughs> How do you feel about culottes? We walked past Lingerie, like huh? a couple things. He goes, you sure you wouldn't like any of these? And I'm like, those are bras. I'm like, I'm good. Oh, he knows what they are. Oh. <laughs> so we somehow managed to get safely back from the TJ Maxx thing. But later at dinner that night, I still had on the same outfit, jacket over my denim jumpsuit at dinner. And he goes, you need to take your corset off. And I go, what corset? They're called Spanx, Gramps. He goes, I can see. He's doing this to me. I, it's inaudible what he's saying, but he's doing this, uh, where he's cupping boobs. Sure. Unintelligible is the term we were using this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, he would have subtitles if he was yeah. on a reality TV show He's all like the, the president. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, okay. Um, and so I'm like, Ian, is he talking about my boobs? Like, what's happening? And Ian just sits back and is like, I, what am I going to say to this? I, just let him go. Let him be old. And weird. So that's just like the sentiment now is that, hey, he's creepy and old and weird. And it's just like, that's the thing. Great thing is, if we're lucky, that's what we all have to look forward to. We can just put a young girl in our car, drive off, <laughs> offer a drink. As long as you don't work whatever. at Fox News, it's not a problem. It's not a problem at all. <laughs> the things you can get away with when you're old. Sure. Seriously. But yeah, it was a great time. And, uh, you know, Ian's grandmother, Pauline is her name. She's just a treat. She okay. She was lovely. I will have rancid tickets for you when we get back. They're coming through with the Dropkick Murphys and some special guests on July 30th down at Nautica. If you want to text here in the break, 35192. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Another ringing endorsement. You're an idiot. Your show sucks. And you've proven that many times. For the Alan Cox Show. You're so stupid. On 100.7 WMMS. Cavs finished the Pacers in four, so the next game for round two of the playoff run for the Cavs is going to be Monday night. It will also be them here at home, and you can get there courtesy of WMMS. Go to WMMS.com. There's still time for you to register to get to the next home playoff game one week from tonight at the Quicken Loans Arena, okay? Hashtag defend the land. Uh, WMMS.com is where you want to get in on that. Uh, next Monday night, they'll either be playing the Milwaukee Bucks or the Toronto Raptors. Good to see Chris Bosch back in Clevelandville. I know. Very <laughs> excited to see that. You know, hasn't what? even really played basketball in like two years. <laughs> that's actually that's that's the actual truth. The guy hadn't played any basketball. He's the wrong guy to use for that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh. As if there hasn't been enough bad PR for the airlines. You had this doctor get dragged off. We all saw that video. He's suing. Yeah. You had this couple who got kicked off on the way to their own honeymoon. Uh, Now uh, you got this flight attendant who almost gets into fisticuffs with some guy on a plane because he knocked a woman with a stroller or something. She had a couple of kids. And I know you're saying to yourself, like, Alan, it can't get any worse than that. How could it possibly get worse? Well, it can. Because Kenny G gave an impromptu performance uh, on a plane (laughs) to some people who... uh, He was sitting next to a woman on a flight from Tampa to L.A. And the woman next to him said she was raising money for the American Cancer Society. And he said... He'd play if people would cough up some money. Oh, no. He even charged? 
Well, he's trying to help her well, raise money for money, her charity. Not charging. I think he probably could have raised. They raised over two thousand dollars. <sighs> Uh, I imagine uh, 1,995 of that was donated by a guy who said, I'll give you this if you'll stop playing. <laughs> so he, there's video, I, I don't think I posted this, but there's video of him walking up and down the aisle playing that little alto sax of his. It looks like a, a bassoon or what, what's... He's got the straight sax that he plays. Yeah, it's, uh, it looks like a big recorder. Right. <laughs> Imagine you're just, you're like, I just want to get out of here. I don't Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know if this was on the tarmac. I don't know if this is when they were 36,000 feet in the air. I think it was mid-flight. Mid-flight. I'd be the person with my headphones still on. I'm like, I don't care. Kenny G's here. I got, you know, Skrillex in my ears. Well, he was. he must have been in first class. He wasn't flying coach, was he? I'm sure he was. I'm Why sure would Kenny fly- G no, fly coach? No, I'm, I'm saying I'm sure oh, he's he in was first in class. first class. It's Kenny G. I could see giving a, a a concert for the people in first class, but he's walking up and down the main aisle. That would be the only time in history I would be glad to be in coach. If somebody goes, oh, Kenny G is going to get, he's up in first class. Great. Please pull that curtain. You wouldn't be excited about a free Kenny G concert. I would just be nervous. I would be testing the emergency door to see if I could get out. I would be nervous that that was used as a distraction because something's wrong with the plane. Like, okay, uh, Kenny G's here. He's going to perform with uh, for us. Uh, if you notice any violent shaking during, it's just people trying to get out. Right. Or something is wrong with the engine. We'll see what it is. A we diversionary really tactic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got you. It's like the string quartet still playing as the Titanic sinks. Just Kenny G on your flight. Well, now, there you go. Is this going to set a precedent? So anyone that is a musician has to give a little performance to raise money if they're making a flight? Oh, yeah. Here's That was on Delta. Uh, this is what happened. Let me find this. I got a clip of there was somebody else on a United flight. United's the one that's been getting all the bad press. Kenny G was on a Delta flight. Let me find this for you. Yeah, this was on a United flight from Miami to Seattle. Nobody wants to be a part of that. Puppy, 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 doppy, 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 doppy. Those poor sons of bitches. Oh, no. Oh, Shuby. I feel like it's really embarrassing to play on a plane. Well, even if it's for charity, it's I awkward. I get where he was coming from, but listen, it's like anything you do. You're not really playing to just one person. 
So if one person goes, I'm a fundraiser for the American Cancer Society, I bet we could raise the money if you played. First of all, it means that he carries his sax with him in, his, in the Which overhead. Probably on his way to a performance. He just cool. has it at the ready. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he just pulls out of his inside jacket pocket. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see him try and talk his way out of that because he doesn't have it with He's like... Oh, no, that's just a really skinny, narrow suitcase. Uh, it's not my saxophone. <laughs> what I, is that? I checked that underneath. No. I don't have the saxophone with me. I have a medical marijuana prescription, and that's my travel bong. <laughs> that's not my saxophone. You get on the plane, and the flight attendant goes, Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special, special treat for you today on today's flight. Kenny G is here. To break his own world record. Oh no, where he plays like 13 minutes. For the longest consecutive note played on the saxophone. Uh huh. And you're like, kill me, kill me. Bye. The passengers on this flight broke the record for the longest consecutive scream. <laughs> <laughs> so many records being broken. Yeah, so I don't know how long he played. I don't know. I was looking at some Twitter video of this. He's just standing there. And there's a serious, oh my god, you're Kenny G. And so he's like playing to her for a second, then he turns around and starts walking on the aisle. Oh no. So it would just be weird. You're looking, you got the, the turtleneck on, and he's looking very. He's wearing a turtleneck? Oh, always. Very earnestly at people. He's looking in their eyes. I would not be able to look people in the eyes. And there's people like filming him. Hey, Kenny, because there's an element of you be like, oh, it's interesting. Kenny G. On it's the one saxophone one our, player right. that I know. If it happened on one of our flights, we'd probably film it. Oh, I'd be filming it. Oh, yeah, it of course. For sure. But I'd be filming it and also be like, oh, I don't have any cash on me. Sorry. <laughs> this is any money. precisely why you shouldn't have that long, thin sax because it's too portable. You're like, oh, no. I, you see that big curvy tube thing? That's my. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, please pull the curtain. Please pull the curtain. Somewhere someone's on hold with their gas company. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's like it's in stereo because I have you on hold of my gas company here. Uh, I think there was a dentist on the flight, like, feeling the urge to do a root canal. Right. (laughs) Why do I feel like I need to operate right now? He's like, free bird! Uh, let me try to get you some money here. Don't donate this to anybody. Not Kenny G, anyway. Yeah, he's got, maybe not a turtleneck, but he's got like a scarf on. Oh, no. Listen, I know it can be chilly on flights. Maybe that's what it is, but, oh, boy. Uh, here's your $1,000 bribe this hour. Good luck. Your shot at $1,000. Now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll receive a confirmation text. Standard message and data rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Good luck from WMMS. Hey, in other music news, there are four nuns who have formed a band at Catholic University in uh, uh, Washington, D.C., and they're called Force of Habit. Oh, man, why not four nun blondes? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh They've got Sister Peter Gray. These are old school nuns because some of them still have guys' names. Sister Peter plays bass. Sister Lewis plays the sax. Brother Brad is playing the drums. Sister Mary Andre is on the trumpet. And they're playing Unforgettable and What a Wonderful World. These are some sweet jams, boy. Some sweet, sweet (laughs) jams here from the nuns in Force of Habit. (laughs) Oh, God.
She's like, hey, listen, you know, just because we wear this head-to-toe regalia doesn't mean that we're not normal people. We just like playing music. You know how normal it is for four middle-aged women who have considered themselves married to Jesus are playing old Louis Armstrong tracks? Plus sisters, plus uh, Franciscan and a Dominican brother. I guess we'd say kind of like a jazz kind of quintet type band. We do songs like What a Wonderful World and Unforgettable, things that people would kind of recognize. Um, I think the students, they just... They, they're they're always very excited and happy to see us, but I love they're just very affirming and supportive. And why do you need a drummer if you're playing Unforgettable and What a Wonderful World? <laughs> they really just need high hand. Rock out with your frock out. Oh, oh man. So yeah, I hope they release something. Before that, they had a singing group called None of the Above. Are they trying to do None yet business. <laughs> None yet business. Well, I, I love it's... Force of Habit, another student says. They need to get uh, Whoopi Goldberg involved. Yeah, they Sister Act. Favorite movie of all, of all time. <laughs> their metal their metal group is called Nun Inch Nails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, they play a lot in Michigan, I guess, because they're from Grand Rapids or something. So there you go. None inch nails. <laughs> Jesus. Well, you sent me the indie band name generator. Did yeah. you send me that? Oh, yeah. I think you oh, guys sent both sent me yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> An easy way to generate your indie band name is your favorite fruit and the last reason you took painkillers. <laughs> favorite fruit? Pound cake. So there you go. Your indie band is going to be your favorite fruit and the last reason that you took painkillers. Do you know the last time you took painkillers? We can broaden it. I mean, it could be an aspirin for a headache or an aspirin for something else. What was the last time you took it? Recreationally, maybe. Maybe you just want to trip out for a little bit. No, it was probably a headache. What's your favorite fruit? Strawberry. So strawberry headache would be Pound Cake's indie band name. Yeah. It's very psychedelic. It's very 60s. Mine's the, the pineapple cramps. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually could be a band name, I feel like. These could all be band names. Yeah. Bill? Raspberry vacation. You took painkillers for vacation? Oh, you know. Makes vacation a little more fun. Oh, recreational. Okay. All right. (laughs) Well, there you go. Everybody's, uh, you know. What's yours? Oh, mine's finger lime nut punch. (laughs) And I'm hoping that we'll all get to go on tour together. (laughs) So there you go. Finger lime? Yeah, well, listen. (laughs) My favorite fruit's a finger lime. Well, it is. What do you want? It is. I like the finger lime. It's a, it's my favorite. It's an underrated fruit. Actually, I want to change mine to mango. So I'm, I'm the mango cramps. Mango cramps. Mango I like cramps. mango That's cramps. Mm. Okay. Hey, uh, Ray. Going on, Alan and crew. How you guys doing? How are you, Ray? Doing good. Just uh, oh, by the way, my band Apple Tonsils will be at the work. <laughs> Apple Tonsils. Pretty good. Yep, you do good work. <laughs> Uh, we appreciate it. Our last one, ow, it hurts. Kind of just didn't do well. Oh, it time. hurts. I saw you guys open for Hell Clam. They were great to work yeah, with. Yeah, I know. It was a little boozy, though. They that squeeze a lot in for a trio. Yeah. But um, the, you guys were talking, played the Kenny G thing, and I've never wanted to run my truck off the road so hard in my life. Sure. Um, but if he would have started playing on the flight, I would have I looked at everyone and go, I will give you my paycheck for a year. <laughs> 
if you please don't even start with the Kenny G. Well, that's what I'm saying. He probably could have generated a lot more money to donate. Now, again, that would be a tough sell because you're basically looking people in the eyes and going, if you pay me, I will not play. (laughs) Um, It'd be a lot easier for the stewards to go, as a special treat. Hey, Jen. Hello. Hi. What's going on? Hi. um, Nothing. How are you? Beautiful. All right. um, So his saxophone... Um, it's actually called a soprano saxophone. Um, I thought you would like to know. There's a bunch of different kinds of saxophones. And um, I don't think he was carrying it on the flight just to be ready to play. Um, a lot of musicians carry their instruments on the flight because they actually get destroyed um, in luggage claims. So they try to carry it on, on the flight. Because they get to... They, okay, so they... Why... So... They always carry them. I mean, if you're if you're playing the bassoon or something or the <laughs> cello, right. you're you're not taking well, it on with like you. A, that's a huge like fear for musicians is having their instruments destroyed. So I'm sure he brought that one specifically because he could carry it. I know what you mean. When I last time I uh, traveled and needed to take my drums, I said each one of these pieces has to go in a separate overhead bin, and they were none too pleased with me, Jen. Oh, none too pleased. Another one of those none bands. None too pleased. That's right. Are you a musician of any stripe, Jen? I am a musician, actually. What do you yeah. play? Um, I play the flute. So. Oh, so I you can just put it. yours in your purse. Do you dabble in piccolo by chance? I do play the piccolo. Yes. Have any good, good band you. camp stories with you and your flute? <laughs> <laughs> she dabbles in pickle no. and piccolo. I played the flutophone for a little bit. Flutophone. Yeah. Oh. And Pound Cake, I actually, this is off topic, but I'm actually dating someone you went to high school with. So I like, every time I listen, I'm like, oh, I kind of know him. Who is it? But you don't know him. Oh, I'm not telling you. But you just I told mean, us. Okay, well, I just, tell him I said hello. <laughs> I <laughs> guess. But you don't even know if you know him. I, I, I guess I don't. You brought it up, Jen. You're going to leave us hanging? Um, I mean, I don't, I mean, his name's Matt. Okay. And he lives on. Pocket's like, oh yeah, Matt. I, I know Matt. And he, when he what? And he lives on a farm. You're cool. dating a guy who lives on a farm? <laughs> yes. Do you have to help him with chores? No, I do not help with chores. Huh? How do you meet a guy who lives on a farm? Well, she lives in Oberlin. Oberlin's not yeah, we farm. Yeah, but it's out near farms. Well, she said the guy went to high school at Pound Cake. Not that she went to high school in the same high school. You guys live out right. in the sticks? I mean, we, we're we pretty close to town, but there's farms right around Oberlin. Right around, but not in the actual city. What, okay. What year did he graduate? Um, 2011. Okay, so he was in my grade. So then. did you take up the flute as a young woman, Jen, just to like put the livestock to sleep or what? I was I didn't live on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very confused by all of the threads that are connected here with this. She plays the flute and sometimes the piccolo, and she's going out with a guy who lives on a farm who might have graduated with pound cake, but she won't tell us other than his first name, and she's... Uh, okay. I think I know who she's talking about. Thank you, about. Jen. Thank you. All right. She sounds like a lovely girl. Now she's puffing on Matt's skin flute. Bill Squire, Nailed everybody. It. Nailed it. I'll take it. Yes. Uh huh. Hooray. That's right. Swing bada bada. Swing bada bada bada. Swing bada bada bada. 
All right, I will have uh, what for you? Metro Parks golf passes later on. If you want to play yourself some golf, you should do it in the Metro Parks. 18 holes at one of the pristine and scenic Cleveland Metro Parks golf courses. We'll do that later on. Uh, if you want to text here in the break, 35192. It's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, it's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station. One six five seven eight one double oh seven or eight hundred three four eight one double oh seven to join us or three five one nine two if you want to get a text in. Plenty going on at alancockshow.com. We always post video clips from uh, the shows uh, every day for you. We have a bit from Is It Red on Friday. Dr. Ryan Berglund comes in. Which portion of Is It Red is up there? I took a few different. Se- Portion, so it's a, it's kind of like a composite. Some of is Beautiful. it red? Yeah. Some of is it red? Yeah. So there's uh, some stuff from the beginning and middle and end, and it's enjoyable. And Dr. Berglund is fantastic. Listen, always. he's a crowd pleaser. Uh, the <laughs> the top two questions I get about Dr. Berglund is: Is he black? Because for some reason, people who've never seen him, uh, first of all, uh, he is uh, not remotely black. Um. Second of all, uh, people think that, I guess, from the sound of his voice, if they think he sounds particularly mellifluous or what, I don't know what it is, Mm. but they're surprised if they ever meet him and see him. And uh, also, they always want to know what he and Pound Cake have been using on their hair, because uh, Dr. Berglund is Pound Cake's um, follicular patron saint. Right? Don't you thank him every time he comes? I I think... I, I, you finished my sentence. I thanked him as soon as he walked out of the studio. I was just like, "Yeah, look at it." He was he was like in, he was like scalping me. He was inspe- inspecting my her and my kitchen, and he was like, "Wow." He was like, "That that's so dramatic from the last time like I saw you." He was Your like, "Kitchen, I, yeah, like you know my you know the, the buckshots in the back of the head." Like, no, is that a slang thing? Yeah, like my kitchen. Like I don't know kitchen. Well, What's kitchen, kitchen is like your head. So like taco meat. <laughs> no, but like when a girl says, you know, I went to my hairstylist and I had he had to, he knows my kitchen inside and out. I've never heard that. Yep, my kitchen. Okay, so if I tell somebody, because you know, I used to say I've said this before on the show that I would sound really stupid using any of Pound Cake's hood slang, but the more I think about it, I don't care. It's funny, and if I ever get a chance to work it in, I might. So kitchen is your hair. Kitchen is your hair. Mm-hmm. If a girl says, you know, he's fixing up my kitchen, that means I'm not getting my kitchen worked on. It's, it means he's my hairstylist. Well, how does she, well, then how does she denote if she has a contractor at her house working on her actual kitchen? Context clues. Then, like, she has, uh, I, then she'll say, oh, a guy's coming over to update my hair. <laughs> it's, so it's the other way. Yeah, it's backwards. Okay, so somebody, well, context clues, that's fine. But if somebody goes, I gotta, I'm going to see my guy about uh, working on my kitchen... Somebody go, oh, I like your hair the way it is. Or my What gr- the hell are you talking my about? My girl Shanice knows my kitchen uh, inside and out. Okay, that. All right. So, yeah, she's like, ooh, my girl knows my kitchen inside and out. Every time I go there, she'd be la- having my stuff laid. <laughs> Fried, dyed, and laid to the side? And mind you, all right. you don't sound... No that, lie relaxer? It, it, it's not silly coming up with slang words because I, don't, I haven't 
Like, I didn't come up with these. These have been around long before I was I even existed. No, I just like to use them. I don't mean that you came up with them. I mean that you are our conduit for them. Oh, okay. I could never. I would be like, I've got to make an appointment at my kitchen check. Yeah. They'd be like, what? So, like, when I go into my, my barber knows my kitchen inside and out. So you can just say that. Because that's what I do. I mean, I just sit in the chair. He washes my scalp. And, you know, he knows what to do. And when I saw Dr. Berglin, I just thanked him. I was just shaking I shook his hand. I'm like, you're a genius. And people still, they they heard the Is It Red segment on the show yesterday or whenever they listen to the podcast. And they're, they're coming at me on Twitter like, hey, what's Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That stuff that you use. Right. So, and I, you know, I used to get roasted because I put that picture up of, like, my before and after, and you're like, oh my gosh, you were bald. Like, I can't help what jeans I got, but... Well, it also it, doesn't matter what you were. It matters what you are. Yeah, yeah and clearly it works. Yeah, right. so th- they were hating, but then in the same breath, they want to turn around and ask me, what was I using? And... It, are you are, so? Are you saying that they were hating, but now they want to be participating? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> They're congratulating now. Yeah. So check my kitchen. I should really be writing these down. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I watch a bunch of episodes of Real Housewives of Atlanta, which is pretty much his his vocabulary. So usually, if I watch enough episodes of that show, I can understand what he's saying. But I hadn't heard kitchen yet. Really? No. God, I was watching watch basketball wise. I was watching something or. Oh God, what was it? Listening to something, and I was like, "Christ, that's pound cake." Hmm. Oh God, it's gonna drive me crazy now. Something over the weekend that I saw or heard, and it was a lot of that just pound cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of you know that's my shorthand, and it's slightly unfair, but you get the gist of it. But um, I like that he he posted something on his timeline over the weekend, I think, you know, like you get the memories that pop up uh and it said my three wishes. One, I wish to a A bitch. bitch. Three would. (laughs) That was his three wishes. I wish a bitch would. Uh huh. Would what? Step to you. Try something. Say something. Just a generic thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, It's an umbrella. And Ella? I just remember how ratchet I used to be back in high school, because that's what I, that's used, what to, used to be. Right. He's well, still talking about his kitchen. Okay, so I haven't changed that much. So <laughs> I just like to laugh at, like, past me, like, I'm still the same. Still the same old ratchet. <laughs> oh, God, he posted. What did you post on Instagram le- over the weekend? It was like from, oh, God, from chic to geek. Oh, from, from geek, geek to, to chic. chic. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I put, what I put from, uh... What I put? I Something remember. to Jason Mraz because well, he had that hat on. Mr. AZ. What yeah. I like are, if I post some stupid photo, Bill, it's from 25 years ago. Pound Cake's geek to chic photos are like three years old. <laughs> he said from well, Lil, he's a younger fella. Yeah, I, put, I know. From Lil Bow Wow to Jason Mraz because he's got that like the little hat on. Sure. Yeah, if you guys want to see what we're talking about, you guys he's wearing, can go. He's wearing a fedora like a 13-year-old white kid. <laughs> I know. Uh, it was still a good photo, and I got a lot of compliments on it and a lot of likes. Well, that's what's important, isn't it? That's all that matters. That uh, the sec the chic photo that's from Erica's wedding. No, that was from Jamaica. Oh, Jamaica. That was what that was what yeah, I was looking for. Adorable. 
Yeah, when we roasted him for oh, yeah, right. haters gonna hat yeah. that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> haters gonna hat Sherlock Holmes, oh, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you guys want to see where we're talking about, you guys can see Radio Cody B. Oh, good lord! Hey, we were talking about hey. it. That's fair. People want to join. In. I did have to laugh because you mentioned that my boobs were coming out of that denim jumpsuit over the over the weekend in a quick picture with Nana. And I got followed by like ten dudes after you said that of on course. Instagram. But the photo's not on there. It's it's the law of unintended consequences. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, Lord. Sure. I'm sure somebody on the blacklist uses kitchen all the time. I like that that slang term because I I haven't heard any like black person even girls white girls use like be fixing up my kitchen. No, I know white girls want to appropriate yeah. everything, but I mean I, I like hearing it from the source. Okay. Pound cakes phrase has got your kitchen itching. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing too. Like I, I forget the slang term that they use, but when you, it, it's like pack your weave or something like that because they can't scratch it because it'll mess up their tracks. So they have to like pat their head because they just got their hair. Oh done. yeah, that's 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 not news. Okay, maybe to even you, white girls right? got to pat a weave every once in a while. I, I didn't really? know that. Yeah. Oh god, it's, hair extensions are the itchiest things ever. So you can't like scratch it. Well, you can't really, like, get in there like you want to. Right, you're not going to, like, dig and dig because you're going to loosen them up. Or and if they're sew-ins, it's braided it in, the so of- there's no way to get really to that itch. You can't scratch it unless you're ratchet. That's okay. right. It was the most annoying <laughs> thing. See, I can't even make it happen. <laughs> it, was a, <laughs> right. it was the most annoying si- thing sitting behind somebody in class that would, like, pat their weave every three seconds. They're just like, I'm sitting there trying to listen, and they're just, then I just try to ignore it, and it's just... What is it like? (laughs) 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 What the hell? Uh, (laughs) I don't think it sounds like that, but I'll take it. It looks greasy. It looks greasy. (laughs) Alan, I've heard keep your lettuce tight. (laughs) All right. What does that mean? I'm guessing it has something to do with um. Kitchen was Kitchen was originally a baseball term, meaning I'm inside your head. Yeah, I'd, I've heard it in that. Oh, I didn't know that. Way, yeah. I'm all up in his kitchen, Frank. Yeah, that's mm. that's pretty common. Never heard that. But I've never heard it used when talking about a hairstyle or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, Tia, who's number three fourteen in the blacklist and always kind of cosigns on pound cake, said that uh, that's what that's what's up. Dear white people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and again, people ask because we talk about it. Minoxidil and finasteride right. is the combo. Finasteride is generic Propecia. So that is the one-two punch that gave Dr. Berglund his luscious mane of hair. It moved pound cake. I mean, he can say from geek to chic, but it was more like from LeBron to Shaquan. I don't know who yeah, he is, just, uh, he's, He had he a LeBron hairline, and now, and now he looks good. Not too bad, yeah. He was balding at good. the ripe old age of 23. So, pro, uh, 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 minoxidil and finasteride. And what, at one's the same a, time. One's a topical, one's a pill, yeah? The, yeah, the, okay. the finasteride's a pill, um, and then uh, the... I used Rogaine, but any minoxidil will work. You could get like a knockoff or whatever, and that's just a foam, and you put it on... Every night in in six months, you see a dramatic result. I mean, you guys can go to the Alan Cox Show Facebook page and see my before and after. And people were saying, oh, it's spray on. Oh, it's this and that. I have my entire, like, male side of the family on it. My brother's on it. Everyone's been on it because they saw, like, my results. So Everybody's on it. Wow. You're going to have a... (laughs) 
You guys are going to, the Browns are going to look like the Marley family pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get that kitchen right. By the way, thanks to everybody who's sending me their indie bands. We did the indie oh, yeah. band name generator, which is your favorite fruit and the last reason you took a painkiller. So I heard from uh, Banana Vasectomy. Um, was there was one Liz sent a funny one? Avocado kidney stones. Banana hysterectomy. <laughs> yeah, there was banana hysterectomy. Was... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, banana hysterectomy. Hey, Cece. Hello. Hey, what's going on, baby? Well, I just wanted to let Tom and Kate know a little bit about African American hair. Ooh. Okay, so when you talk about our kitchen, are you a black girl? I am a black girl. Right. I know I sound white. No, no, it's okay. I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure you were coming correct with your knowledge here. Yes, yes. Well, you know, I, I'm coming very correct with okay. my knowledge. All right. Um, and the what, you know, in the old days, back before my time, uh, when you would comb the back of our hair. If it's not moisturized and it's kinky and it's not relaxed, then you hear pop, 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 pop. Like yeah. you're frying. Yeah, the buckshots. Like that's what I said. Ah, the buckshots. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Well, that's what I heard. So, that's what they're called. I got you. All right. <laughs> yeah. Woo. So, kitchen is like, you know, you're frying. You know, when you have, like, uh, your fellas all up there, she's she's busting your ass out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. So, so when yeah. you go to the salon, do you say, like, oh, fix up my kitchen or, like, you know, have it laid or whatever? No, you know, I am natural, um, so Ooh, girl. I have not had a relaxer in five or six years. I have the curly type of hair. There are different hair types, and my hair is like a 3C, 4A type of big curl. Um, but they just flat iron my hair if I, if I want it. Okay. But you've had a weave before. Pardon? You've had a weave before. Yeah, oh my God, yes. I have not worn a weave since uh, prom <laughs> back in uh, 1998. Um, that was glued onto my head. Oh, you know, I never understood the the, the struggle of uh, black girls wearing weaves until I had a sew-in one time, and I've never Ooh, wanted to yeah. itch. I wanted to itch the inside of my skull. That's how much <laughs> my hair itched. Now, were your braids really tight and which you couldn't even think for a day or two? Yeah, I actually went to a... I would imagine it's all black girls that go there, uh, a salon in Chicago, to get it done because they're like, oh, they're the best. They have the best quality hair. They do the best braids. So I'm like, okay, I'll go there. And this was around the time that I had fried my own hair, so I was trying to like cover that up. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you've got enough hair for us to work with, but I'm going to tell you, since you have shorter hair, it's going to hurt like hell. I'm like, I have a hard head. That girl like put like every no, ounce of muscle into that braid. Yeah, they don't play. I had a headache yeah. for like three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what? I bet you it stayed in your hair for quite some time, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, until they cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, see? Um, oh, and as far as like the hair regrowth goes, now I'm going to tell you another secret, and you can look it up on YouTube. Okay. Yeast, inf- yeast infection cream. Uh, thank you, Cece. <laughs> <laughs> Cece with a... End on a high note. Knowledge. How'd you yeast find that one out? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Some guy get it on his beard and he's like, hey, your beard's looking real full these days. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I like the knowledge. Thank you, Cece. I like that she's got the natural hair, too. Yeah, that's right. She's getting all boondocks with it. Good for you. I like that. I think more black girls should do that. Go natural? Yeah. Oh, natural. I like that look. It's hot. Very hot.
Oh, RuPaul. I love you. <laughs> you magnificent Classic. son of a bitch. Yeah. Just name checking all the stuff that was cutting edge in the early 90s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hot comb. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, good. I don't know how the hell we got there. <laughs> But uh, from Kitchen. Dr. Berglund. No, that's from it. Dr. Berglund. Um, that was it. We were just mentioning all the way that. from the website. Yeah, the clip of him on Friday. We got from Is It Red, but it came full circle because then it came all the way back to, to yeast infection cream. Yeast infection cream. Yep. Amazing. <laughs> mm. Truly amazing. Oh boy! <laughs> Thanks to everybody that came out to uh, the funny stop over the weekend. Had great shows. How did that go? Uh, you were recording for I the new album on Saturday and did two shows that both were great. So yeah. I have two great shows to pull from. And uh, Nate from somewhere in Columbus, he's a Columbus area bureau chief, drove two hours to come out and watch. Aww. And it was really cool. Wow. Like I, I talked to him for a little while after the show, and a bunch of other listeners came out. But it was it was real cool. So That's thanks awesome. to everybody that came out. Good times. And Jeff Hardig, amazing as always. Oh, yeah. yeah he knows what he's doing, boy. Yep. Hey, Drew, 100 miles an hour. Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> What's going on? Oh, nothing, nothing. I just uh, I wanted to pop in here for a second because I was kind of in your position, Alan, with not really knowing the whole the whole thing with, you know, girls in their hair, you know, because I've never really dated a black girl or whatever. But the girl I've been with now for a few years, uh, she's black, the younger girl. And so I got I got the whole thing, man, the whole education from top to bottom. I, I found out how much weaves cost and The everything. Yaki Jet Black. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, Yaki. she does, um, well, she does all kinds of stuff. But, man, the first one I did, I don't know if she took advantage of me or she just wanted really nice hair. But I spent... $320 just on the hair alone from this hair boutique. I didn't even know they had hair boutiques. I thought you went to the ghetto shop called Danny's or whatever. <laughs> so we went there, and it was like 400 bucks to do her first hair after that. I was blown away. Oh, it's uh, pricey. I, oh, it's pricey, but, I mean, you can spend less, you know, clearly. Um, but besides that, so, yeah, I learned she's a 4C. Sometimes she does the whole natural look with the tea tree oil and uh, pre-poo and pre-washing. <laughs> he is woke. God, what a pain in the ass. Oh, I'm on the inside for sure. And there's all kinds of little things you want to know. I got, I got her a $25 pillowcase because it's got to be silk so sure. it doesn't break off. <laughs> yup. That's so funny. You should sleep on I silk got... sheets so she can like wrap her hair before she goes to bed. <laughs> <laughs> she sits up. Right. She sleeps at like an 85 degree angle. Yeah. <laughs> no, she uh, she's got the um, the silk hair bonnets for sleeping that are also the eye mask. It doubles as an eye mask, so I got her the deluxe. <laughs> how, did you, all in. how did you two crazy kids hook up? Um, honestly, Tinder. Uh, we got on Tinder, and I hit, I said hello, and she said hello, and we talked for a day or two. I drove to Kent, took her to dinner, went for a little walk, and. Uh, that was almost two years ago. Found out you were found out you were going to be her weave benefactor, and it was all good. <laughs> That's what it was. Well, I mean, you know, I showed up in a decent car and a decent, I guess, outfit, so she knew I could pay for the hair. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that was that was a, a definitely attractive. Wow, that was nice. And there was something else. Um, all kinds of crap, man. It's so deep. Listen, I was with so many white chicks. <laughs> I got tired of them. Yeah. Right. No, seriously, I got. Uh, I feel I was, okay. The black, the black female body, you know, 
they're very athletic, so I was more attracted to it. And white girls, once you get them... The black you. female body is very athletic? Is that what you're saying? Depends on the girl, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, that's okay, just just look, gotcha. Look like, He's thinking like a Serena. Yeah. Right. There are plenty of black girls walking around who are in no way athletic, so, you know. Yeah, some are sticks. Some spend too much time in the kitchen. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> actual, exactly. Yeah. But no, I got. I learned. I learned the whole thing, man. All kinds of stuff that's different that you don't even know about unless you're in that world. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, congratulations. There's Drew, hundred miles an hour. Who's uh, who knew he was so woke? Yeah, I guess black I, girls and turn him out. Yeah, black girl. <laughs> I dated a couple of black girls, and and neither one of them messed with weaves or anything like that. So I don't have. Uh, I, I don't have experience with all that, but. Well, hey, good for him, man. You know, <laughs> we'll be hearing after she dumps his ass in a month or so. What do you say? Two years? Yeah. Oh, we've been together two for years. a while. All right. Well, when you got yourself a good man, you keep him on the hook, right? Yeah, those, you got a weave benefactor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are not cheap, boy. <laughs> a hair daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I will have uh, Metro Parks golf passes for you. There's a left turn from what we were talking about. Uh, get yourself 18 holes in one of the beautiful Metro Parks uh, golf courses when we come back. If you want to text 35192, and you can see some of Dr. Berglund from Friday. We have an Is It Red uh, video clip for you at alancockshow.com. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Just relax, breathe through it, and you won't feel a thing. The Alan Cox Show. On 100.7. WMMS. The Cavaliers sweep the Pacers in four. We get a few nights off. They will begin round two against either Milwaukee or the Toronto Raptors. Our first game of round two is going to be here at home. It'll be Monday night, one week from tonight. And there's a shot for you to be there. So go to WMMS.com. We're giving away a pair of tickets for the next Cavs home playoff game. So get in on it. They're looking to defend the land. Your Cavs NBA playoffs are presented by Discount Drug Mart. So WMMS.com. Not sure what the deadline is for that, but... um, Oh, Monday at 10 a.m. So you've literally got all week uh, to get in on this, and then that day we call the winner, and you'll be at um, the playoff game that night. So one week from tonight. Who would you rather see them play? The Bucks or the Raptors? I who, think, who do you think is a is if if it can be determined? Who do you think is the uh, quicker entree to round three? Uh, see, the Bucks are kind of scary because they match up well against us, and Delhi is they beat us a couple times. Yeah, annoying as hell to play against. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we kind of have Toronto's number. Like we okay. we've handled them in the past two years. So what's that series doing right now? Where are they at? I think they're two and two. Okay. Okay. So, I don't think either of them is going to knock us out, but I think, honestly, the Bucks are the tougher matchup of the two. Okay. I like that it's two and two, because that means they got to play more games. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we will be the most rested team, no matter who we play. Right, and all the other rounds, I think, like, the Hawks and, what's the uh, Hawks and, who are they playing? I can't remember who they're playing against, but I think that one's tied, too, or they're, it's... Everybody else has to play a lot more games than we do. We're like the only team that's sw- swept Wizards. the series. Yeah, that's it. So 
And the and Celtics Bulls, what's that at That's now? That's two two. Two, two two. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we are we're the only ones that have swept them. In the East. I think the, East. the Warriors can sweep tonight. Yeah, game four is tonight. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Steve Kerr's out for the remainder of the playoffs, they think. Because yeah. he's got so Mike Brown, right, is coaching the Warriors in the playoffs, and we're still paying him. Are we? Yeah, because he was coaching here. <laughs> we're paying him to coach our rival team right yep. now. Basically, it, it, that is amazing to me that you still. So even in the NBA, like you're not paid until you get a new gig. They're like, no, we got to pay you out your contract. We paid out. The, yeah, yeah. I think he signed a <laughs> three or four year deal. <laughs> I think this is the last year of it. So. <laughs> why do they sign guys to that long? I, I don't mean, know. It, I, I don't, don't know why they brought him back. <clears throat> yeah, right. Because they brought him back the year before LeBron came back, and then blew him out of there and hired David Blatt, who we're still paying as well. Still paying David Blatt. Yeah. Right. And then Mike Brown went to the Lakers. Well, that was before for he, a cup of coffee. He, he was done with the Lakers, and then he it was Cavs Lakers Cavs. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, went there as an assistant, and has been. Steve Kerr's assistant for the past couple seasons. So Steve Kerr has apparently got big back issues, and he will not coach tonight against the it's uh, Warriors Trailblazers. And they don't think he'll be back for the rest of the play. I mean, if you have back issues, that's not something you get over in like a week. Like, you're effed up. Well, they, he was uh, out know. for most of last season. Right. Because he was struggling with this. Be- and then Luke Walton stepped in, another former Cav. Right. He played for us <laughs> under Mike Brown. Yeah. And... Uh, he has not been okay. Like I kind of feel for the guy because he was a great player when he played, and he's a good guy overall. Like anytime, like I, I as far as the Warriors go, don't like the team, right? But I like him as a coach, and I like him as a person. Sure. Yeah, it well, sucks. Sucks for them. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Sorry about it. Mm-hmm. I really do. He'll think always though, be a Chicago Bull to me, frankly. Same here. Always yeah. a Cleveland Kerr and Kukoc yeah. and Pippen and Rodman. Yeah. That well, was he, the lineup. He played for you guys before yeah. he played for the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. he played for the Cavs. Yep. With, oh. uh, Elo and uh, yeah, Mark Price. He was a rookie Dory. with yep. Phoenix, and he came right to Cleveland, I think. So. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. not know that. Yep. Um, I do think, though, that the Spurs have a chance of um, knocking the Warriors out of the playoffs. Yeah, but they have to get through Memphis, and Memphis is a tough team. The West is stacked. Yeah. Every team over there is good. Yeah. Would not want to be in the playoffs on the West. No. <laughs> Whereas, you know, the East is better than it has been in the past few years, but it's still a lot less uh, experience on this side. Whereas the West Coast, there's all those teams have been in the playoffs before. They all have guys that could lead, you know, could, could get hot and then just run the table. Mm-hmm. Still some great indie band names coming through. Oh, yeah? What you got? Tangerine Vertigo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just some stupid thing It's online. Is your favorite fruit and the last reason you took painkillers. The black cherry tooth extraction. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Passion fruit speedball. All right. Grapefruit backache. Whose favorite fruit is the grapefruit? Oh, grapefruit. lots of people like grapefruit. I hate well, it. I get no, liking but, it, but, but it's your favorite, favorite fruit. What should their favorite fruit be? 
something sweet? Uh, mine is the finger lime. I'm not telling anybody yeah, how to... You're yeah, giving them point. a hard time for liking grapefruit, and yours is finger lime. Have you ever had a finger lime? Um, it's I imagine delish. it tastes like a lime. <laughs> oh, Erica. Oh, sweet, sweet Erica. <laughs> it doesn't? Uh, Tia texted, hey, God bless him. Drew hooked up with a ratchet basic bitch. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. <laughs> Either way. Well, damn. Hey, two years in, they're loving life. What's the problem? I'm going to have another thousand bucks for you here in a minute. Bottom of every hour is our thousand dollar bribe. Um, Indians, early games tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday. So we will bolt at six o'clock. We'll get you right up to game time. It's a 6 10 first pitch. They start up tomorrow, three game series against the Astros uh, here in town. They were uh, on a road trip in Chicago. They won two of three against the White Sox. And uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday. I'm going to my first Indians game of the season on Friday. Who are they playing on Friday? Uh, Good question. I don't know. Uh, We're just going because we got some friends in town. Because we're out early on Friday, too, for the Indians game. That's a set of... It's a 7-10 game against the Mariners. Yep. Okay. So we're going to that game. Just grab some district tickets or whatever. Okay. Better grab them because they go. Do you have them already? No. I would get them. They'll sell out? The district tickets sell out. Oh. Is that where you just stand there? That's where yeah. Yeah, you get to stand in the section. You get a drink that comes with it. That sounds like, like it would sell bucks. out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. then I'll on get Friday, on that. Yeah. I'll get on that. If they're not already sold out. It's literally always SRO. Well, worst case scenario, we'll just buy some regular tickets. It'll just cost us a little more. It's not mm-hmm. that serious. Did anybody see uh, Caitlyn Jenner on 2020? No. no. <laughs> I, don't, I'm, I don't care. I really don't care. I don't think anybody does. That's why I they keep throwing her on television because I I don't know. Well, they just had to get like take her take something out of the bag for Tucker Carlson because he's taking place of Bill O'Reilly. So they wanted that to be like the big, you know. Wait, thing. what? But nobody cares. What's that got to do with uh, yeah, Tucker? Twenty twenty. No, but I'm saying he, they're going to do an interview with Caitlyn Jenner tonight on with Tucker Carlson. Oh, he too. is. Oh, I see. They want to be in the bunch. By the way, O'Reilly's move is he's just going to do a podcast on his website. Where if you already pay your premium subscription to BillOReilly.com, he's going to be doing... Actually, his podcast tonight, I heard, is going to be free so that everybody can hear his side of the story as to what happened. But everybody knows what the story is. I mean, some woman already came up and said Sean Hannity was coming on to her. And then like a couple hours later after he said he was going to unleash hell legally on her, she's like, that's not what I meant. I mean... He said he wanted me to come to his hotel. I'm sure he just meant the hotel, not his room. So, whatever. Hannity seems like too much of a putz to go that route. I could believe that Sean Hannity was not the guy doing that kind of stuff. He just seems like a schmuck. Like, he didn't seem like the guy that would take the time to be like, hey, why don't you, I don't know. I just don't know what benefit that people think that these women are going to get by coming forward and outing somebody it's not the kind of fame you want so if you get your name out there that's not the kind of fame you want no but five You're probably women not going to get any money out well, of the five deal. women have already gotten a total of 13 million dollars yeah, so but, if there's money on the line i mean that's gone because from bill the, o'reilly no from fox he didn't pay them out but what what i mean is in the instance of bill o'reilly not hannity Oh, right. But I mean, I think if you... The reason they blew O'Reilly out is they thought that that would stem the bleeding. Except you still have... There's a woman who was at Fox News, an anchor, who was at Fox News for 16 years. She's been at CNN for a couple of years now, Allison Camerata. 
cute girl, mm-hmm. but she was at Fox News for a long time, and she's doing a CNN show over the weekend, and, and the guy's like, "Did did were you ever sexually harassed?" And she kind of takes a breath and she goes, "I was hmm. by Roger Ailes." She's like, "I was young and I was single and I was trying to make some." Mo-. She goes, "This is a long time ago," Jeez. and he was like, "Well, it might take some one on one." She's like, "I told him I wanted more opportunities at the network," and he said, "Well, it might require some uh, you know work between you and I." Might require that to happen at a hotel, Ugh. if you understand what I'm saying. And she's like, I did, but then I was freaked out, because she's like, I want to know part of that. So I'm thinking, is this the end of my career before it's even started? Crazy. Whatever. So anyway, <clears throat> Caitlyn Jenner on 2020 on Friday with Diane Sawyer, because I think they're probably besties, because I think she gave her very first interview mm-hmm. to yeah. Diane Sawyer. <clears throat> and frankly, I think they they, in the Trump era... They like talking to her because she's a Republican. And I think they're, and a lot of people can't square the fact that somebody would be transgender but still a Republican. But it doesn't change your brain. If you're a conservative, you still could be conservative. You well, know, not everybody thinks the same way. I, true, but a lot of people feel that you're. Uh, certain certain issues that you face would be the primary reason you would vote for somebody or not vote for somebody. So well, she's of, also rich, so she doesn't have to worry about access to things or you know exactly. Right, that's the thing is like when she filmed that like Caitlyn show. The articles that I read were basically just talking about how her peers in the transgender community didn't understand how she could vote for somebody that didn't support transgender trans, transgender rights, but she doesn't have to worry about that, like you said, because right. she's rich. But you think you'd kind of want to have some camaraderie with you the You would think, but yeah. rich rich and influential <laughs> tops everything. I think she's still... My point is she still has Bruce's brain. Yeah. And Bruce Jenner was always a conservative guy who made a lot of money. Yeah. So you might not like the body you're in, but your brain is still in that same body. Right. You're not necessarily going to change your thinking. It's about what's between your ears and who you are as a person. And it's mind your- you, he's had the surgery. He's It's lopped off. He's gone full tilt boogie. I do hate the whistle voice, though. That's you- the voice he's always had. But he was, but but when he was making the transition, he said he was taking hormones. But I still don't hear that in the I voice. I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're uh, going to hear much of a thought, softening voice. But I thought that that happened relatively quickly. She said she was on this stuff and it was going to change her voice. I'll tell you and- what. I know when it's the opposite. <coughs> when you're female to male transitioning, your voice will drop pretty quickly. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know if it works the same uh, uh, male to female. Well, obviously, it doesn't. Yeah, clearly. So, okay, but I wasn't less of a woman the day before I had the surgery than I was the day after I had the surgery, because that did not define who I am as a human being. No regrets? None whatsoever. So how did you decide to put it in the book at all? This book is about honesty, but... That doesn't mean in the future that I have to talk about it, that I'm going to dwell. The media may, but I am not going to dwell on that subject. You know, and I would make a suggestion to all people out there, don't ask the question. It's not an appropriate question to ask any trans person. Hmm. Um, To your point about it going, uh, I have a clip of Chaz Bono here. Oh, really? I am Chaz Bono. Whoa, Chaz sounds different. I know, right? (laughs) Very deep. <laughs> Just a short clip, huh? 
Yeah. Yeah, just a short clip. Yeah. That was from that was from a show, a very short-lived show called Hi, I'm Chaz Bono. Oh, okay. That was the intro to the show. Gotcha. Let me try to win you some money here, maybe make you a little bit richer. Uh, you'll text in, hopefully win a thousand bucks. Good luck. Your shot at a thousand dollars. Now. Text the word money to 200, 200 You'll receive a confirmation text. Standard message and data rates apply. That's money to 200, 200 Good luck from WMMS. Question a lot of people have asked in uh, since the Caitlyn Jenner thing kind of became public knowledge and she was open about everything is, who will she date? Will she date women? Will she date men? She says she's not going to date. She's going to be... She's going to date herself? That kind of thing? She's going to be a lone wolf. Lone wolfette. What's the feminine form of wolf? She-wolf? <clears throat> a lone she-wolf. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't see really even dating in my future. I have not been approached. Uh, I've never been out on a date. With... For two years. Yeah, yeah, never been out. I just have a lot of friends. My life revolves around my kids and they'll be in my life until the day i die she says she always planned to be buried in a dress i guess it's good that she went through all this because if she never pulled the trigger and died as bruce and they find <laughs> in his will i'd like you to bury me in a dress that's right weird. in a vera wang gown people like pardon me i'm sorry but i just don't believe any of this crap that caitlin is spewing just because what crap Talk about she's not going to date anybody. The first person to realign her spine, she is going to marry. Watch. You just watch. She ain't had, she ain't been laid yet. But what do you think it will be? I think it'll be a dude. I think it will be a dude. I think it will be whoever That's, is the most but, interesting person that can get a headline. That's, there you go. Nope, because she's been with women her entire life. So now that well, she. Well, it'll probably, a dude would get a bigger headline. So. so yeah. That's it's, probably it's, the way it's going to go. And that's why uh, her priority is hanging around her kids. Mm -hmm. To make sure that people are still paying attention. She's going to start dating Tyga. To be on camera. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. He's going to make, make he the better on. He just gets passed around. Or what's the Kim Kardashian ex, Chris Humphreys? Humphreys. Humphreys. He's going to beat it out the frame, and then all of a sudden, oh, there's a Lamar photo. Odom. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> there's a photo of whoever Tyga's dating now, and it looks exactly like Kylie, Kylie Jenner. Of yeah. course. Hey, listen, if you've got a type, and they clearly do, those girls have a type, and yeah. the guys they date have a type. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, she says she wanted to be buried in a dress. I thought that most of my life. I said, if I, if I go and when I'm buried, I want to be dressed as her because that's the way I was going to heaven. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, it, I would say I kind of shock everybody when they come and visit the casket. <laughs> heaven, that's adorable. Because the story midweek, and they probably floated it out there, but it didn't get any traction was that she was going to do a nude photo shoot and then her people quickly said no no that's not the case but the story i somebody floated that story to see if it would become something and it didn't really become anything so i don't know i gotta tell you when i saw that i was like okay now i have a decision to make do you want to see those photos am I, well do i want to see them am i going to see them but then hmm. they said they're not gonna you know yeah, of course I would want to see them. Of course. I would be curious. Curiosity, yeah. Of course, curiosity. Hey, Joe. How you doing, Alan? What's going on, Joe? Hey, I was just uh, listening, and you know, you guys are talking about Caitlin, whatever, whatever, she this, she that. Doesn't it bother you to say that, and then in the next breath say, well, 
she still has Bruce's brain, but then still refer to her as a he or she. I mean, a, a she. Doesn't that seem extremely odd to say those words? Uh, it, it doesn't. Does it bother me? It doesn't bother me. It doesn't affect me. I mean, you're not. It sounds like you're not even talking about a human being at this point. When you're saying, "Well, she has Bruce's brain," but we're going to refer to Caitlin as a her. She has this much money. She's rich, but she has Bruce's brain. At some point, doesn't this click in human beings' heads that this just doesn't seem right? Well, I mean, if the worst thing you have to contend with is pronouns, I think we're doing okay. I mean, I don't. Uh, I think people should be called what they want to be called, because so you it, could be called a motorcycle if you want. Well, we're sure, still dude, talking it, about carbon-based life forms, Joe. Sure, if okay, you want to call me a motorcycle, turtle. call me a motorcycle, of course. But that's a that's a false equivalency. I mean, you know, okay, hey, hey, listen, uh, she's she's walked the walk. I mean, she's you know, for a while she was tucking, but she had the surgery. So yes, so I will call her. What? Is she now? Yeah, in my book, it does. So if you cut off your 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 junk, you're a she now. If I have the full gender reassignment surgery, yeah. Listen, if it gets lopped off accidentally by a lawnmower, people are still <laughs> going to be calling me Alan, but I'm not going to become Alana. But I mean, if she's. Why, what's the difference? Because it's her choice to do it. It wasn't my choice to have my dong lopped off by a wayward lawnmower. I mean, yeah, but you're going to make a lot of money off a of John Deere. That's right. A moral decision changes your gender. It's not a moral. To say it's a moral decision implies that there's more morality involved, and it's nothing to do with morality. I mean, people should be what they want to be and should be referred to. It's not going to change my life one iota if uh, someone has gender reassignment surgery. I don't well, care. Alan, God bless him. Nothing really is going to change your life. If you read the news, I mean, it's not going to change your life if some kid dies in Arizona either, but we still discuss it. It's a matter of well, discussing a topic. Right. Right, but, but you, right, but people don't seem to be bothered by kids getting shot to death either, so I don't know why this would bother them. I'm just saying that for the fact that we have to now discuss Bruce Jenner's brain as a she because she decided to have her junk cut off. Well, we don't have I to. Don't understand that. We don't have to do anything. I find it interesting, well, and so to, I choose to. Female bathrooms now, and she gets voted as bravest athlete of the year and female athlete, and blah blah blah. But so why does it? But why would it bother anybody? Because she's not a she. If she's at the but wait, here, here's the, the thing. Venue as her, but that person is going to be in the bathroom with my wife. But yeah, so, so what? Who cares? What do you think she's going to do? I, I, yeah, I don't think your I wife think cares. She's do anything, Erica? Uh, I don't. I don't think she's going to rape my wife. But would your wife care? No, but why can't? You go into a woman's bathroom if you say today I'm a woman. Oh, why are you so because, worried about bathrooms? Because I, yeah, because I'm not. I don't consider myself a woman, Joe. I don't feel like I'm a woman in a man's body. I'm never going to go through that whole thing. If he went through that and said it was his whole life, he God bless him. By the way, I welcome any dude to to go into a woman's bathroom. The smell and the uh, oh my God. tampons strewn everywhere will have you running the opposite direction. Erica, oh, Erica, it's not about it's not about erotica or sexualism. That's not what I'm saying. That's okay. Not- well, then wh- so well, what then, are you saying? Well, that is what you're implying, Joe, because otherwise you no, wouldn't have a problem with people in the bathroom. No, that's not at all what I'm implying. Well, then what's the problem with the bathroom? 
because I then why make bathrooms at all for women and females? According they have a lot. There's a lot of unisex bathrooms. There's a lot of now. unisex. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. There's one on East 4th Street. Butcher and the Brewer. Unisex bathroom. Because not every place chooses to do that, but the ones that do, that's fine. It's a business. They can run it how they like. But Erica, you're saying that blah, 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 it's not sexual. And, and I think Bill chimed in and said... I didn't say blah, 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 anything <laughs> sexual. I didn't say anything about sex at all. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying that if there wasn't a decision that it... I mean, for all our life, there's been men's and women's bathrooms. If it doesn't make a difference, then why has there always been men's and women's bathrooms? There's there also hasn't. always been unisex bathrooms, too. Yeah, yeah. There hasn't always been men's and women's bathrooms. Come That's on, a, Erica. That... Erica, now you're just... I know All right, listen, Joe, Joe, listen, I, I, I don't know what I've done. I, I'm, I'm up against a break here, so I, I got I to gotta go. But thank you, Joe. I appreciate the call. I'm, I'm very late here. Um, okay, I'm going to have, uh, oh, tickets for the Yestival. You like the band? Yes, they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They're doing something called Yestival. Uh, get your tickets for that coming back. 35192 if you want to text. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. An iHeartRadio station. From the Final Touch Construction Studios, it's the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. An iHeartRadio station. Three five one nine two. Want to get a text in and alancockshow.com for all kinds of other stuff. We got some video clips from the shows from days past. Got the Monday Instagram hotties up there too. Um, curated by our own William Squire. I do the stuff that nobody else wants to do. The he dirty work goes uh, at great, uh, putting himself at great personal risk uh, to bring you uh, the finest. Of the Finest, currently on Instagram. The new Hasselhoff song for the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 soundtrack, that's up there. Got the guy who bowls the perfect game in 87 seconds, that's the record there. And uh, the real money shot right now on the front page of alancockshow.com is the kid who bets his friends that he can bench 185 pounds and has an unfortunate accident. What if that happened when I was doing my sit-ups, but... Uh, that's what I was hoping I was, was happening. I was, like, fingers crossed behind my back that that was going to happen. It did not, unfortunately. I would have died. Been, you would have died. I never would have so lived that great. down. She yeah. would have crawled into the corner and, yeah. yeah. Actual death. I would have just jumped out the Actually, window. Actually, Poundcake might have been the one that died because he was there holding your feet. Yeah. That's true. She would have walked directly out of the studio, downstairs, into her car, and left. And drove off a bridge. That's right. Uh, hey, Country Chris. Hey, what's up, y'all? What's going on? Hey, now, uh, I don't know what Ben's name was, but I have no clue why this is still even a subject. Why is... I, I'm from the South, and no one down here is even talking about the whole bathroom situation anymore. It doesn't make any sense. Just wait well, they are in North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, well, that's... Then, Jagoffs. I mean, it's, <laughs> that was their I, verse, though. They, they're actually—they're I mean, just—it's just so ignorant. I mean, if, if you want to lob your little Willie off or get one, I don't know. I don't care what bathroom you choose. 
nobody's going to be in there trying to diddle little boys and girls because they just got a sex change. Well, that's true, but there are a lot of people I mean, who are uncomfortable with the concept, and they go, well, if it doesn't matter, then we use the same... I'm like, okay, well, you can use that same reflective logic, but the fact still remains that if it doesn't matter, then it really shouldn't matter. Or they just want to look at things from a black and white situation where if you're a boy, you're a boy, you're a girl, you're a girl, and they don't try to have empathy or even understand that people have different experiences than they have. So, But yet in North Carolina, they feel it's okay to sleep with your cousin, so who's in the wrong here? <laughs> well, that's Everyone. hopefully something that will <laughs> spread to the rest of the states, because some of us have hot cousins. <laughs> I don't, so I recuse myself from any kind of yeah, legislative any uh, entanglements there. But, uh, it's my dad slash uncle slash nephew. There you go. It gets very confusing. <laughs> All right, y'all. Okay, thank you. There's Country Chris. Hey, did you see that Rob Lowe is the new Colonel Sanders? Have you seen the new Rob Lowe KFC <laughs> I didn't commercials? I see the commercial, but that's funny. I was trying to remember the lineage here of all the guys that have played Colonel Sanders, and I don't know that I could remember all of them. There was Daryl Hammond. Then it was Gaffigan. Gaffigan uh, What's his Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald. Norm. Who's the crispy guy? George Hamilton. Yeah. Crispy. Billy, then, Billy Zane is the gold guy now. Billy Zane's the gold guy. Yep. Who, there was a... There's somebody else, though. A, like a country guy. Like a... <clears throat> oh. I wish they put Gilbert Gottfried in there. Just <laughs> that right would in. be amazing. Yeah. But they have... Um, I think Daryl Hammond was like, when they were relaunching Colonel Sanders, he thought that was going to be like his regular gig. And they're like, no, we're going to change this up. They told him every six months, but it sounds like... It feels like they're changing up all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So Rob Lowe is the new, uh, for now, the new Colonel Sanders. Do you know he has a new show coming out where he goes on ghost hunts with his kids? Colonel Sanders? He is a ghost. No, uh, Rob Lowe. Oh. Yeah, he goes on, like, ghost hunting adventures with his two, like, teenage sons. Okay. It's like a, it's really him? Not like a sitcom or anything? No, it's like a reality show okay. where him and his sons go check out scary haunted places. Forget what channel it's on, but I kind of want to watch it because I think he's funny and just charismatic in everything he does. And his sons are kind of, you know, uh, they don't care that their dad is who he is. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't yeah. think any kid of a celebrity cares who their dad Certainly is. Certainly not like... when you're a teenager. Right. It's a, they, 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 they pretty much think everything he does is embarrassing. But um, I want to find that show because he's on he's on one of those uh, Chicago Med shows or Code Black or something. He's on one of those shows right now. He's always working. Yeah, he's always working. He was on The Grinder, which was an was a criminally underrated show. If you didn't watch The Grinder, it was so funny with him and Fred Savage. His grandfather was the chair of the Ohio National Restaurant Association, huh. and when he was a kid, Rob Lowe met the real Harlan Sanders. Wow! And he said he thought that it was. Uh, uh, he th- thought it'd be a-, a lot of fun uh, to do. Then he played Liberace. Remember that in B- behind the candelabra. Yeah. No, he played. He you know he didn't play Liberace. He played no. Liberace's plastic surgeon. Ah. But they made him look real creepy and because oh, yeah, movie. That, wasn't Michael Douglas? Yes. Liberace, Liberace. and then Matt Damon was his uh, gay lover. Yeah, that's he right. does have like a beautiful face. He's beautiful. Yeah. He's got like smooth, like, yeah, blue eyes. Yep. The low files on A and E. Okay. Uh, when does it start? 
Uh, I don't know. Might already be airing. The time has come to explore beyond our known horizons. To push KFC's spicy crispy chicken. <laughs> he, he, he comes out in like an astronaut suit, like he's gonna, <coughs> like he's giving a speech uh, to the nation. To new heights. Sure, there'll be questions like, why? Well, I'll tell you why. At KFC, we choose to make spicy, crispy chicken sandwiches. And unlike most terrestrial chicken sandwiches, we choose to hand bread them. Not because it is easy, but because it is hard. <laughs> we choose not only to launch KFC's new Zinger sandwich in a $5 fill-up here in America, but to take it to space. Will it be easy? No. Will it be hard? Wink Martindale in this thing. You know who Wink Martindale is? No. He was like a game show host back in the day. Really? Yeah, he's got like a look. Because it just shows people looking at this national address on the television. Yes, we've already covered that. Will it be worth it? We'll have to see how the camera attached to the chicken survives the launch. But there is one question that we will be able to answer with certainty very soon. Can you actually launch KFC's world-famous Zinger Chicken Sandwich into space? And the answer is, we certainly hope so. Our entire marketing campaign depends on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Rob Lowe. Hey, speaking of astronauts, the person who has spent the most days in space is a woman named Peggy Whitson. I've never heard of Peggy Whitson. Now, granted, astronauts aren't the rock stars they used to be. But these are still pretty momentous occasions. As of 1.24 a.m. today, she has spent more cumulative days in space than any other American astronaut. I kind of forget there are people in space. She has spent a total of 534 days in space. Jeez. Yeah, but she's just been circling the Earth trying to figure out where she wants to go to eat. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> she spent uh, 80% of the hours for every male astronaut. I don't know. Uh, you, nobody has spent more days in space than Commander Whitson. Wow. So what's she doing up there? Is she helping like with the space station? Because they're trying to get it to where every, people can live up there. And they say it's going to take... I don't know, like 30-something years to complete. And yeah, it, she's... But I it's mean, coming along quickly. Yeah. Because I remember when I was a kid seeing just like the structural like um, pictures of it. Now, it, it's like they have like cabins and stuff up there now. So I don't think it's fully functional. Yeah, but, but I don't even know what the state... I mean, we don't have that ISS anymore, or we're not with the Russians on that space station that we were. So I don't know. I, I, I don't either. Ours. No, we stopped going up there. Like it was, I think we like turned it over to the Russians or something. It was a cooperative thing for a while. She has a doctorate in biochemistry, and she was the first female space station commander. Wouldn't it be crazy if somewhere in the near distant future there was like a real life xenon where people like just some people just li spent their entire lives on a space station? Well, that's what, what they're xenon? trying. To... Like the gas girl no. of the twenty first century girl of twenty. It's a Disney and the xenon. Pardon the me, movie. Zoom, 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 zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom, boom. 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 Yeah. My supernova. Okay. Gotcha. okay. Easily a reference I would no, get. So, yeah. No, but people know what that is. <clears throat> Xenon, I don't know what it is, but... No. Girl in the 21st century. I'm people sure know what that is. Younger no, people. You and Poundcake know what that is. There's plenty of younger people that I'm sure know what it is. If you're, I just don't. If you're talking to old boy over here, okay. I don't know what that is. Well, but I explained what it was. I okay. said, like a real life Xenon where people live on a space station their entire lives. Yeah, see this Lapidus, Alan. 
Yeah. Zetus Lapidus. What about your penis? We're talking about space, pound cake. <laughs> he hates us. Leave it alone. <laughs> well, listen, if you have a momentous occasion like that, what's the big gift you would get? You'd get to talk to the president of the United States. Oh, what a gift. She's like, can I talk to the former president? (laughs) One of the foremost minds of our time, in that it is largely uncluttered by thought. Um, This was their uh, brief conversation with him and his dopey grin, and he's flanked by Ivanka and somebody else. Uh, But water is such a uh, precious resource up here that we also uh, are cleaning up our urine and making it drinkable, and it's really not as bad as it sounds. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) Better you than me. Better you than me. Yeah, there you go. Ah, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, great. Anyway, I'm hungry. Thanks. <laughs> Water's not a precious resource down here. We're getting rid of all the regulations. So yeah, that's right. Keep so, it clean and drinkable. I like how better you than me is basically his personal mantra. Lose your job? Can't afford health care? Better you than me. <laughs> I wonder years from now, after this whole Trump thing is over, what will be his number one quote? You know how I like to have like Barack Obama. Grab him hit, by the pee. Is that going to be his quote? It's yep. going to be like, yeah. you know, I did try to try an effort. I moved in on her like a punk and blah, it's blah, gra- blah. It's grab her by the pee. Damn. That's what it's going to be. He doesn't have any like, monumental gonna, quotes. That's going to be his Gettysburg address. And it's not even going to be anything he did while he was in office. Oh, he might say it again. He might say it again. <laughs> when you're president, you can just walk up to a woman. They did a, a... The thing getting all the attention today is he did a long interview with the Associated Press. And the word unintelligible shows up in parentheses a lot in this thing. And I would urge people to read this because, you know, the rhythm of spoken words can obscure a lot of things. When somebody's speaking, you know, um, their cadence and their rhythms, I mean, you can get away with a lot of stuff that you can't get away with when something is transcribed. And I, I don't know what the hell is going on with this guy. They did a long interview with him, asked him specific questions about things. He has no specific answers. Shocking. Um, well, but to read it... To read paragraphs and go, wow, I know even less now than I did at the beginning of this answer. But does he do a good job of bragging about television ratings that he's gotten for different shows? Well, he said that the reason he's not firing Sean Spicer is because the guy gets great ratings. <clears throat> he goes, oh, everybody tunes into this guy. So that kind of shows you where the guy's head is at. Um, had a had a quick uh, political debate with my in-laws And then I instantly regretted it. Oh, yeah. You're lucky it was quick. I'm like, so, yeah, what are your thoughts on Sean Spicer? And then I'm like, why Why did you say that? I know. I'm like, why (laughs) why did those words just escape my mouth? Was this before the grandpa thing? After. This is after? Okay. Because I was going to say, if it was before the grandpa thing, that's exactly why Ian didn't volunteer to go with you. (laughs) Right. He's paying you back. He's like... You get to go no. with creepy grandpa because you brought a politician. Ian wasn't even there. He was he was in the hotel room. I was having breakfast with his parents and I'm like, eh, why did I just mm-hmm. say something out loud? And uh they're like, you know, obviously they love him. They love Sean Spicer. Why do they love him? Oh, they think he's he's really handling all the crap that the liberal media is throwing him that he really knows just how to fire back. Okay, I said. So they don't have. Right. So they don't have a, like a critically thought out opinion. They're just repeating what everybody else is repeating. I mean, they watch a lot of stuff, and they're pretty informed people. 
So. Right, but there's nobody that's going to watch any of those press conferences and go, "This guy's got a great handle on no, all this." There are. Granted, I don't, I don't envy that guy because he has to take all of this crap and nonsense and somehow try to synthesize it into something that makes sense, which has got to be the most difficult job. Bro, on the yeah, but he I still mean. digs his own holes when he says things like Holocaust centers. That's true because this guy's trying to think on his feet and he's getting conflicting uh, directives from within, you know, the their own administration. So can't be easy. I mean, he said Hitler didn't use chemical weapons. Where do you go with that? He said Hitler doesn't didn't use chemical weapons. Right. I just said I respectfully disagree. And then I tried to hold myself back, but then I instead said nope. he's a complete buffoon, an absolute moron, and I can't believe anyone thinks he's qualified for any type of job ever. And you then I was sh- like, ah, take sh- it back. You should have said, and now to prove how badly I want to get out of here, I'm going to get into a car with an elderly Hungarian <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> And nah. hopefully he won't drive us into a telephone pole. Actually, I will say it was a good test of our, our relationship. We've progressed because we didn't argue. We just stated our opinions, and that was it. Good for you. Yeah, it was a step in the right direction. That's now, the way to do it. I shouldn't have said anything at all. Yeah, you brought you, that, you brought that upon yourself. I did waffles. do it to myself. But uh, in the instance in which you did do that, at least it was mercifully quick. Oh, it was. And then we both kind of like, it was almost like an argument was going to start. And then we both were like, nah. You should always have a couple arrows in the quiver. You'd be like, but isn't Budapest a beautiful city? <laughs> you no. know, just just uh, just appeal to their uh, national. We, uh, we agree on health care. So I go, but, you know, health care, really, they've got to fix that, you know, and then we can come back together. Well, yeah, because they're old. You can always talk uh, healthcare with old people. Well, yeah, they, like, ah, they got to fix it. They obviously did not like the plan that uh, was hastily put forth by the Trump administration. Um, yeah, I mean, of course so not. So we could agree on that. So I was like, huh, let's jump back to that quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to have a copy of Office Christmas Party for you when we come back. That was Jason Bateman and Olivia Munn. Yowza. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. I don't think it was out long, but it's on Blu-ray today, so you can get a copy of it when we come back. If you want to text here, 35192. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. I'm Kyrie Irving on Cleveland's Rock Station 100.7 WMMS, and this is the Alan Cox Show. Can I go now? Cavs get to rest a little bit this week. They'll start up round two of the playoffs one week from tonight against either Toronto or Milwaukee. Matthew Delavadova and the Milwaukee Bucks here at home. That's a good kickoff to it. And you can be there. You go to WMMS.com. There's still time for you to win tickets for the next home Cavs playoff game, which is next Monday. You will have until next Monday at 10 a.m. So we give you up until the very last minute uh, to win these tickets. But... Why put off what you can do early? So WMMS.com, somebody's going to win playoff tickets uh, for next Monday night. Your Cavs NBA playoffs are presented by Discount Drug Mart. And if you haven't seen it, uh, find the video of uh, Kyrie swatting away the flamingo that a Pacers fan tried to hand him instead of the game ball that had bounced out of bounds. He wasn't having it. (laughs) And it was funny. Um, hey, you know who else is a stud? <clears throat> who? Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh. Listen, over the last couple of weeks, all of the news stories have been about his um, 
custody trial. And he put out a statement late Friday that said that um, he would like the press to respect their privacy. I'm not sure who he's talking to because he doesn't even pay attention to the liberal mainstream media bill. That's right. So I don't know who he's addressing. But uh, he wants... Now listen, on the one hand, that's, uh, that's a thought that anybody can be down with. Uh, you got a decision to make there. You go, okay, are you going to treat somebody um, the way you'd like to be treated? Or are you just going to say, screw you, this is payback? You know, this is a guy who said that the Sandy Hook kids were all actors and they're, nobody's dead, whatever. So he certainly wasn't uh, engaging in any kind of consideration for those parents. But this guy's a stud. Um, he was talking about, completely unrelated to his uh, case, he was talking about all the women that he had slept with or done stuff with as a young man. He was trying to show that, um, you know, we're supposed to do stuff when we're young. The biological imperative, you know, you go back far enough, you know, there were girls having kids at like 14 and 15 because those are their prime years or whatever, you know. In the pioneer days, because you figure your life expectancy was 26. You know, like a puma would kill you or something. I don't know. Yeah, they get some sort of disease and you die. Diarrhea. Dysentery. Yeah. Right? So he was trying to make the point that the way that modern American life is, by the time you get old enough to have any kind of stability, it's too late to have kids. And so you have all these guys who want to have fun at middle age. I, I don't quite know what he was trying to... He's uh, trying to compare, for, saying that now, like, 40 is the new 16, basically. Like, that's when guys are having babies. Because uh, biologically, yeah. you peak at 16. Was that his point? Something like that. Okay. Again. And according to him, mm, he was he was peaking at 16. Right. <laughs> is he He'd really have was? to say that. Mm. Right. You're supposed to have children by 16 in every culture biologically. Oh, but see, there's college, the priesthood you've got to get into. And then by then, oh, you got to make money because you're in debt. Oh, don't have time for kids. It's all they wrote books about in the 20s how they do this. Don't have time for kids. You're trying to get out of debt. Oh, you're 40. You're finally halfway out of debt. Oh, you want to have some fun now? Oh, you try to find a woman. Oh, she's barren. At 40, on average, and they did this by design. You are now the equivalent of a 16 year old. When I was 16, I didn't want to party anymore. I didn't want to play games anymore. I grew up. I'd already been in the fights, all the big rituals. I'd already had probably, I hate to brag, I'm not bragging, it's actually shameful, probably 150 women or more. That's conservative. (laughs) That's conservative. That's conservative. He doesn't mean to brag, though. There's no way. Mind you, he grew up in a town of 37,000 people. So if you extrapolate that number out, this guy, he was a stick man. Banging every single girl in his high school. That's right. Either way, he's had more partners than he's had birthdays. Shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. People believe this. He's not trying to brag. Okay? A lot of people have had more it's partners It's shameful. Than he's not even proud of it. At he's 16. He's ashamed of it. He's ashamed of his He's so ashamed. Conquest. That's why he's saying the number. Mm-hmm. Here's one. I had over 150 women. Mistake. I'd already been in fights with full-grown men. I was already dating college girls by the time I was 15 years old. I was already a man. At 16. Anyway. That is a deeply, deeply insecure man. A deeply Clearly. insecure man. Yeah, but where does that come from, though? 
What do you mean? The way well, he looks, the way he sounds? No, 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 I don't mean that. I mean, those are things that are <laughs> those are things imprinted on your brain when you're young, either through your family or your peer group, or that's not something you you you're not born with that. Yeah, but I do think there's a level of social awkwardness with him because you have to, I would imagine, have some uh, feeling of disconnect from your peers. If you choose to say things so radical that you know there are going to be people that hate you for well, saying that. But that's as an adult. I'm talking about when he was 16 years but old. But I doubt that he's. I doubt he's. He. I mean, I'm sure he exhibited some of this behavior before this, right? Well, when he was 16, that wasn't his profession. He's doing this to me. This is this is his career. That's how you make money. That's how no, you make your living. He wasn't making a living. I at know 16 that, but I would imagine him saying things for shock value as a 16 year old. I don't know. It may not be about the same topics, but he may have been trying to do the same thing to stir people up. He must have found enjoyment in that. Otherwise, he wouldn't choose that as a career. I don't think that's what the case was. I think he wanted to be that. He wanted to be the alpha male. He wanted to be in everybody's faces. But I think he was probably more of a nerd and more of an introvert back then. And has only assumed this persona over the past, you know, 10, 15 years. Maybe. And I bet there's some sort of, like, Better Call Saul backstory that I would love to find out. See, that's what I'm saying. All these guys in this game that are like this, if you go back far enough, they probably got beat up. They yeah. weren't the, well, he was in the, the fights. Cool... He said he was in fights with full-grown men. But that's what you say when you yeah. want to sound like a hard-ass. Right. All the rituals. I doubt a 15-year-old Alex Jones... Or a 15-year-old anyone, for that matter. How many 15-year-old guys are dating college girls? I've never heard of it, ever. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. Girls dating I mean, girls. Dating I've other heard way. of more uh, 15-year-old guys dating teachers than college girls. Or college guys dating 15-year-old girls. Because that's a little it, more common. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. The reverse is more common. I did that. I was dating a 19-year-old when I was 15. Which is Gross. On his Looking part. Looking back on it? On his yes, part. It kind of was a yes, little gross. Yes. But it now. Was illegal? Sure. But we weren't having. Well, we did have sex once. But nobody once. knows that. Yeah, once. Yeah. We did have sex once. But I was already. Oh, I was 16. So I was still underage. But it's still legal age of consent. And, and, and again. In Illinois, I think it's 17. I don't even know. See, I never had to worry about knowing what the age of consent was in <laughs> Illinois. Because I didn't even get laid until I was 17. Uh, so it didn't even matter what the age of... I never had to do that calculus in my head. Ooh, I hope this is going to be okay. No, Alan was a late bloomer. Well, did nobody did that calculus in their head because... I mean, I was dating this guy for a long time. It wasn't like... You know, I met him when I was 15 and we just banged that day. You know, I dated this dude for, you know, over a year. But that's even grosser. He was 18 and you were 14. No. I started dating him when I was 15 and he was 18. He turned 19 oh, oh, oh. while we were dating and went to college. But I was still a junior in high school when he was a freshman in college. Listen, I I call it gross out of pure jealousy. Because when I was a teenager, I would have been happy as, if you'll pardon the pun, I would have been happy as a clam <laughs> <laughs> to have been in that situation. Yeah, but now I look at it, and I, I mean, the guy's just a few years older than me. So it's, it doesn't really... Well, as legal consenting adults, yeah, yes, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. It's very different. Four years is nothing. But I mean, you know, when you're a teenager, 
Well, your brain is not even done growing yet. Yeah, because oh, yeah. technically, I think it's like legal for like a sophomore to date like a seventh grader, but that doesn't mean you should. Well, but that's how a lot of guys get jammed up with sex offender charges too. Yeah, is there? It's they're not legal. And so it's not like they're a legit sex offender. They're not whipping it out at the elementary school. But he's 17, she's 15 or whatever. That definitely was. I could tell it was a concern, some of the guys that I dated that were older than me. But I... I would never do that to somebody, you know, to accuse them of. Well, of course, because you like them, but like, say something no, goes but south. Trust me, things ended pretty south. The, the one guy I'm talking about is the one I held <laughs> on to his leg. Okay, oh. crap went south, but I would never do that to somebody. But that, but is that a function of not having the avenue to do it, or you wouldn't have done it? Think about that now. Crazy teenage Erica Lauren now. If you had all of these avenues available to you to really jam somebody up, you know you'd use them. Twitter, Facebook, text. You'd blow up this cat spot eight ways from Sunday. I am very thankful that I I did not have all of these. You would destroy his life. Well, but you know what, though? I never was about harming other people. I just did things to destroy my own life. So, you know, I I never, ever, it never even crossed my mind. So you would just post... Like the sad, like, I'm so sad, I'm dying without you kind of stuff. That Yeah, that was it, to try to guilt him into still dating me. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much it. But um, uh, as far as, like, uh, accusing this guy of raping me or whatever because he, I wasn't of age, that never even crossed my mind. But I could tell that a couple of the guys were a little cautious. But I... My parents would never let me do that either because they knew I was dating this person. But what was the value of... Now, again, I know it's a big ask to get people to kind of wind their brains back, but what's the big value of guilting someone into staying with you? Oh, zero. Zero. (laughs) If I could take it all back, I would. There is absolutely no value in degrading yourself and and humbling yourself to somebody that doesn't even deserve it. I I realize there are plenty of adults who do this, too. Oh, yes. It's not confined to childhood. I realize that. But I still, it doesn't make it any more, I don't understand it anymore. There literally is nothing worse you can do at the end of a relationship, then make yourself seem pathetic. Because that doesn't make you any more desirable to to them. And it completely backfires on your own self-confidence. See, for me, anybody I ever dated in my formative years, I knew they were going to dump me. So I was like, hey, I'll have fun while it lasts. Yeah. I hopefully it won't get too sunk in, and you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Because I knew they were going to dump me sooner or Good later. Good for you. I was like, hey, this is going to end. And it's going to end with me on my ass. So, you know, if I'm dating somebody mildly out of my league, it's like seven seconds on a bull. Let's see how long I can stay on this <laughs> yeah. before the clown comes and brooms me off, you know. That's the one thing. I had really <clears throat> good parents growing up. They're great people. One thing that I definitely will teach my kid or kids someday if I have kids is perspective. I know that's hard for them it's to see. It's so hard to teach I understand that. that, but I don't re- even remember having those conversations with my mom where she was trying to put things in perspective for me. I don't think we ever... I think her thing was more just like, let it out, let it out. She needed to be like, listen, bitch, in 10 years from now, you're not going to give a crap about this person. I can guarantee you but that. But no kid understands that their parents have gone through it before. Even if they can't, it's worth it to try. Yeah, it is. My mom, more than anything else when I was growing up, my mom always said, consider the source. Yeah. My mom wore that phrase out, consider the source. And I was like, okay. Yeah. 
I just wish I don't quite know what you mean by that, but I'll try yeah, to lock it say, away and apply it. What does know? that mean? Consider like, the source. Like, look at this person you're freaking out about. Whether it's a friend who's awful to you, whether it's a teacher, whether it's a, invariably there was a kid beating me up. You know, because my parents were, you know, pretty pacifist. Mm-hmm. So they were like, "Don't be getting into fights." I was like, mom, well, I was a kid trying to kick my ass. I mean, you know. Yeah, my mom told me to defend myself. That's what I told my son. I go, if somebody comes after you, I'm not going to do the same thing. You know, I didn't spank my kids because I spent all my time getting spanked by my parents. And uh, I said, if somebody's going to take a swing at you, if that ever happens, I'm like, do whatever you got to do to get them off. My mom told me lay to out. kick them right in the nuts. Well, I'm not going to do that. I mean, you know. <laughs> I did, but I did, though, and it worked. Yeah, well, that the, does work. They're like, Cody's not no bitch. I'm like, yeah, son. That's no, the most bitch move you can do. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he's not no bitch. He kicked me right in the nuts. What? And that was after he came after me with the windmill arms. Well, no. Like, <laughs> he's a badass. By this time, I'm already like on the ground. Like He beat my ass. I'm laying like by the jungle gym, and I'm just laying there. I'm like, what am I going to do now? Wait, it was a last-minute kick in the balls? I was That's on, even worse. So, I was so on the was ground. Like, you were already done. I was on the ground. I'm like, huh. he's standing over me. He's like, yeah, you want some more? I'm like, yeah. And I just gave him a kick right in the balls. Pass gas. The smell may drive him away. There you go. That's sage <laughs> advice. But the whole perspective thing, my daughter is about to be 18 and she's about to graduate from high school. Yeah. And now all the threats of once I'm 18, I'm out of here have all gone away. Of course, because it's looming. Because now she's like, oh, Things are expensive, and yeah. I don't really have the means to just run off and Up be and on my own. Yeah. So the other day we were all out to lunch together, and uh, Fal, my my sixteen year old, was like, ah, <coughs> "When I'm eighteen, I'm out of here." And I looked over at uh, her older sister. I'm like, "Is that how it goes? Is that how it goes?" And she's just like, "Oh no, yeah, you're not going eighteen. You're not going to be." As far along as you think, even if she's further, like you know, they, they, it's nice to see that that perspective has stopped, <laughs> uh, has set in on the older. Oh yeah, the, all they have to do is get a boyfriend that deals drugs. Hello. Well, some people listen. <laughs> some, I mean, that's fine by me. <laughs> Move in with him. Some people are willing to one. sleep in the corner. You know, some mm-hmm. people pull that trigger. But I've got a friend who has a. I think she's thirteen years old. A thirteen-year-old daughter, maybe twelve, but she's on the dance team. And one, I met. This is all on the night I met her. She just seems like a just a sharp, like just a good kid. But she's having, she was at the time was having some hard a hard time with other kids. And I'm like, if I can do one thing, can I please just give you some perspective? None of these people are gonna matter. That dude that you think is hot will be bald and fat in ten years. I promise you. Like, hold on to this. I know I'm a complete <laughs> was stranger the kid to sitting you. Sitting there, he's like, I will. No, it's a girl. No. It's a girl. I know, but like the the boy that she thinks is hot. <laughs> Like you're no, giving he wasn't. a speech in he front was, of him, he wasn't and he's saying. all just like, "Oh, I'm no. gonna be bald." I'm like, "Think of the hottest, most popular guy you've never been able to get. That dude is not going to matter to you." And she just sat there with like her mouth open, looking at me like this crazy bitch. But then the next time I saw her, she was like, "You were right. I stopped caring, and these people are just not a problem for me anymore." And I'm like. I, I, I'm so glad because you are me, and I wish that I could have had that perspective. Well, but you also there's a fine line to walk there because you don't want them to go so far into that that they treat everybody like crap. Because oh, like, no. you're not going to matter to me. I don't care about you. I don't give a you know. Whatever. This girl could not be sweeter or cuter, and it's just like I could tell she was just getting walked over uh, by people. How and old is the, she? I think she's 12 or 13. Nah, she'll be pregnant in a couple years. Um, <laughs> all right. Let me try to win you some money here. Good Aww. luck. Your shot at $1,000. Now, 
Text the word CASH to 200-200. You'll receive a confirmation text. Standard message and data rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. Good luck from WMMS. Next time you see her, thank you for all that advice, Auntie Erica. <laughs> now I have to go feed her. Literally met her twice. <laughs> but I, I pretty much like... I, the the speech that I gave her was like I've known her her whole life and I'm like her aunt and her godmother looking over her. And that must have been the first time you met her. <laughs> it was. And then the second time you're like, uh, how are you feeling? Oh, you were right. So look, you're her uh, you're her her guardian. I do think though sometimes it does take like somebody outside of your own family to impart some type of wisdom on your kid. Oh, absolutely. Because I mean, it's no matter what it is, whether it's uh, just something that is like artistic or interesting. Like, there's so many times my kids will come home and they'll be listening to like Nirvana or the Pixies and they'll be like, Do you know this band? I'm like, Yeah, I've been trying to get you guys to like this stuff forever. <laughs> and then they're like, Yesterday, uh, they were over and just arguing about who likes Skrillex more. And now they're like ashamed to like Skrillex. I'm Worst like, argument ever. I told you it was bad the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. I didn't say any of that. I would just let them have their argument. Yeah, I don't want people to prematurely come to a conclusion. I want them to reach it on their own. Yeah. You know? Oh, you... Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got it. That was garbage. <laughs> terrible, terrible well, garbage. Well, yeah, it's garbage when their cool friend tells them that that's not cool anymore, you know? Right. <laughs> not when their dad tells them all along. <laughs> I never yeah. really tell them what's cool and what's not. I just expose them to things that eventually they'll think are cool because someone else will tell them it's cool. <laughs> you know what? My niece, who is my oldest niece, turns 20 today. Oh, wow. And she got engaged, right, a couple of uh, weeks ago to a military guy, of course, whatever. And I was like, well, you know, okay, fine. So I texted her today and I said, hey, I have some goofy text, you know, because I don't talk to her that often. And I said, hey, happy birthday. Hope everything's good. Blah, blah, blah. Congrats on the engagement. Whatever. And then I text her again. I said, it's Uncle Alan, just in case there's a new phone who dis." Right? Uh-huh. In my mind, I'm being cheeky. Yeah. But I'm thinking, oh, God, what if she reads this and is like, ugh, this <laughs> cheesy... I'm hip with the kids. Right. Is this the lingo y'all are that's saying? That's right. Because I'm like, oh, that's not how I meant it. But I'm like, if she read it like that, oh, I'd look like such a... You send her a dab emoji? Putz. <laughs> not even... No, not even... I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I'd have to emoji. I'd have to really, really search for the dab <laughs> emoji. Did she text back? She did not. With oh. the... <laughs> She's going to send you the face palm emoji. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, SMH. Yeah, no, she didn't. We'll see. All right. Uh, let me break. We'll come back. Get everything wrapped up. You want to get the last word in, you can send a text, 35192. The Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, an iHeartRadio station.